0: Told my teacher, dumb bitch, I'm gonna get millions In the project living, spoke it till existence. Moe changed to 50, got more cost than did it I only way 180, but my watch caught 250 What's up guys, it's Andy Priscilla and this is the show for the realists Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness and delusions of modern society And welcome to motherfucking reality As always, I am joined by my handsomest of co-hosts uh, DJ DJ God, otherwise known as Vaughn the Impair. dude, you have got a Valentine's glow in your face. Hey, Amen. It is it is the fifteenth of February. Valentine's Day was yesterday, and you still walking around with hearts in your eyes and shit.
1: I know, man. Hey, I got a I got a fourth daughter coming in. Uh, what? A couple dude. six weeks, five weeks.
0: Four girls.
1: That didn't make me. Uh, that didn't keep me from making my wife pregnant another time. A second time. A second. I, made, I made her
0: re-pregnant. You repregnate her <laughs> after she was pregnant? What the fuck? Are, where are we going with this? I don't this? know. All right. I hey, don't know. It dude, didn't go the direction though, I wanted it to. Did, did you guys celebrate Valentine's, or what do you do? Uh, well,
1: we're going to kind of do that today. Are you? Yeah, just because of, you know, my I think in the last, well, certainly in the last three years, but probably in the last seven years, I, I can't tell you the last time we went to a black tie affair. So yeah. the fact that we're going to the first form thing tonight with all of you guys, she's yeah. really excited yeah, about tonight's that.
0: Tonight's our, so. uh, our our first form Awards, banquet, and ceremony that we do once a year. It's five, six hundred people. Everybody comes up and we reward uh our our key people and performers and it's a good time. It's all you know what's cool? You're gonna notice this too. It's cool to see all the guys. Um because a lot of these guys, dude, it's the first time they ever put on tux. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. really, really cool. Yeah, well, um,
1: I had to go pretty standard classic tux living in a small town. Hey, so bro. Powder oh, blue,
0: ruffles. Yeah, okay. A <laughs> Dumb, little dumber, dumber action.
1: Yeah, exactly. By the way, I warned my wife that there'd be like tons of hot women there tonight who all wanted pictures with me.
0: Well, and they probably all need yeah. books written too. Well, that's Clearly. true. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. It's good. It's a, yeah, that's an inside joke, but yeah. lot, lots of books. Yeah.
0: So we have a very special guest today. Why don't you uh, introduce her?
1: Yeah, we are excited to have Dr. Gabrielle Lyon with us. And uh, you know what? I know you don't want me to brag on you, but I'm going to brag on you anyway. Uh, so basically, Dr. Lyon, you are a functional medicine doctor. You're board certified in family medicine, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, you went to Arizona College of Osteopathy, which I'm a big believer in osteopathy because my wife is an osteopath. And you also went to Washington University in St. Louis, which if you guys don't know, that is like a cream of the crop type of uh, school. And in fact, I think if I'm not mistaken, it's ranked number one medical school in the nation, but um, it was at one point you got like a nutritional science. Did your fellowship in nutritional science? I did. And obesity
2: medicine and geriatrics. That's
1: awesome. Well, um, and then, if I'm getting this wrong, forgive me, but you uh, you specialize in muscle metabolism and body composition optimization, <laughs> which means you help people get swole. Yeah. Right?
2: Yes, yeah. I do.
1: But in general, you are just a very, very, very intelligent woman. That's why we had you on here. That's, and you're also, why,
0: that's what I wanted to hit yeah. on here. Okay? What you guys don't understand is, is that she's one of the smartest people that I personally know, and we want to bring smart people on the show. So uh, she's here, and one of the cool things that she does um, is help with the, the health and the overall fitness and conditioning of uh, all branches of special forces So for the United States. So that's something that's really cool. You guys should know, too. But I'm happy to have her on, really, for the sake of conversation. Yeah. So thanks for uh, making the trip down here. Yeah,
2: happy to be here. Yeah, this yeah. is a second time we flew with the baby. Yeah. Yeah, How'd that go? Good. Yeah? Yeah. So we have a trick. We dress her really cute. You give her vodka? (laughs) We put her in a little sailor outfit with a little hat. And she looks really cute. So then when she's screaming and crying... Everyone's like, "Oh man, the baby is you,
0: so Do you, you know that not everyone's like, "Oh yeah, the baby." They're still like, "Shut the fuck up." Totally. Baby. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. So, so
1: with you being married to a Navy SEAL, I yeah. love the direction you went with the uh, name of your girl. So you want to share with everybody yeah, that?
2: Yeah. So her name is Aries Hunter.
1: Aries Hunter.
2: And, and, and of, who is Aries? <laughs> Aries is the god of war. actually. The god of war. <laughs> we we're trying to keep that a little under wraps, but you know
1: yeah it's all right well, uh i'm I'm super impressed by that. but listen, so speaking of husbands and and uh and marriage and babies and all that, obviously last last week was Valentine's Day. and so um while we're not gonna stay, you know, slavishly to the to the subject of love and relationships i just thought i'd give everybody a little preview of what to expect in our in our uh, conversation I, i i read a recent survey that that basically shared some pretty startling results about what women think uh in America, and uh, it's super relevant to everybody who doesn't want to die alone and be unhappy. Um, so we're going to talk about that today a little bit. Um, given your expertise, too, Dr. Gabrielle, uh, there is a war going on in America. Oh, it is an intense war. It mm-hmm. is a war for the heart and soul of America. Well, actually, technically, I think it would be the, the mouth and the stomach of mm-hmm. America. We're going to talk about that, too, and why it's relevant to everybody who actually Continues to live by eating, which is pretty much everybody Everybody. other than those who are fed intravenously, which I think is probably a very small percentage of our our country. So, we're going to talk about that. We're going
0: to talk about why the fuck everybody's so fat.
1: Uh, We could talk about that. I'm happy to talk about that. that We could talk about that. And then the last thing Can
0: we also talk about why um, everybody now thinks that it's okay just to throw science out the window of every single diet in the face of the earth and just make up shit? I think Let's we'll talk probably. About that. There's I think a lot of pseudo experts out there. Yeah.
2: It's uh, pretty outrageous.
1: Yeah. So after we talk about all yeah. that, the last thing I want to talk about is is an epidemic that's actually sweeping the country, mm-hmm. uh, and it's not the coronavirus, but this epidemic is is uh, in many ways just as dangerous and affects people. It really strikes at the heart of what it means to be a human being. So that is what we're going to cover, uh, in a way that nobody else on the planet can cover. But but before we start, I I actually have one of two questions that I want you all to to uh to answer the first question is what is the most embarrassing date you've ever been on or horrible date you've ever been on or or just anything involving (laughs) a romantic situation that was super embarrassing or the other question if you would like to uh, uh, opt for the other question the other question is give us give us what you think is the greatest pimp move you know like just the greatest pimp move like how to make yourself attractive you know so you start.
2: Dr. <laughs> okay. Gabriel. All right. In the hot seat. So, the worst date, and I think that this is universal, those are the guys that all they do is talk about themselves. Mm-hmm. Truly. As if they are the most interesting <laughs> man in America. Right. Mm-hmm. Just brutal. So, right. just. That, is that is that frequent? Well, is I mean, comic? obviously, I haven't been dating for a while, but right. yeah. I don't think that's
0: necessarily <laughs> guys. <laughs> I think that's people right now. Yeah. You know, uh, what I've noticed from the social media, you know, I'm old enough to know what it was like before the social media craze hit. And a lot of the younger people, you know, they don't really remember because they weren't around. And uh, <clears throat> I think it's uh greatly accelerated the level of narcissism in, in our uh, in our society. Yeah. You know, it seems that it's really hard to have a conversation where someone just doesn't want to like bull- barf out all the good shit about themselves yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird.
2: It is weird. You know, it's really interesting, and then they believe their own hype, and yeah. that's what's even
0: weirder. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Do you You think- mean like these motherfuckers on Instagram that have like 1.7 million followers, <laughs> and they get 4,000 comments on their fucking posts, and, and uh, no one knows who the fuck they are? Right. Like, and then all of a sudden, they walk around with their chest puffed out, <laughs> like there's some kind of- Like, dude, just because you went and bought a bunch of fake shit- Right. And it makes it look like online that everybody knows who you are. It doesn't mean that everybody knows who the fuck you are. Yeah, or
2: that you've done any of the work that's right. that is required to get there.
0: You ever wonder, like, how is it possible that you could
1: actually pay for all those followers and that and that you know deep down that 98% of your followers are bots, but you
0: still feel good about
1: that? Bro,
2: uh, I, I don't think they
0: feel good. You don't I don't they think they do, they do either. Nah. I bet you they live in fucking fear, and they're waiting for the shoe to drop where they're going to get fucking caught. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure that's a terrible way to live because- Dude, I mean, I can't imagine what that would feel like to like literally be pretending to be something that you're completely not and then charging money to talk about those things. It's just weird, man. It and it's weird. weird to me that the government has to come in and like hmm. just put some of these motherfuckers in jail to make a point. Yeah. Like scant. Just yeah. Like- but I mean, dude, when we talk- totally it's fraud. fraud. But the the but and we're getting off track with this, but I mean the it's, I think it's what you said. I think people start to believe their own shit. Yep. And then all of a sudden, like, that doesn't... It's not going to make it true, man. Right. You know? And then you see these same guys and girls, like, throwing events and having parties and doing these things like they're celebrities. Like, you know, oh, Saturday night's my birthday party. And they make, like, a fucking flyer for it. It's like, dude, what the fuck is going on? Like, when I was growing up, you fucking... Saturday night it was your birthday, and still, uh, like, dude, I'm going to call three of my boys. I'm going to say, hey, let's go get fucked up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, we're not making a fucking fl- Well, actually, Madot and I might make a flyer, but it'll be for us to send back and forth to, it, to each other. Right. You know? Right. And then just convince ourselves that we're cool. Right. But we don't fucking, you know, it's just weird, man. Like, there's weird shit going on. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What, there is weird. What is going on? Like, people are, te- people are going to great lengths to prove that they're somebody. That they're significant. Yeah, but man, like, you know, like,
0: how much better would the world be if people were just be somebody to the people right next to them? Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying. I think that's great. Yeah, like that's the, that's that, f- that's the most important. That's the point, mm-hmm. right? You want to be someone. Start with the people right here next to you. Yeah, let's let's do something for them. Right. You know, if you really know all this shit, you say you know. Why don't you help the motherfuckers you know in real life? Yep. You know, and but people don't want to do that work anymore. They don't want to grind out for ten years or twenty years. Or you know, 17. I made a, yeah, dude. Yeah. I, made yeah. A, I made a story yesterday about a uh, you know Chris and myself when we were starting our business. Um, you know, the, the the first ten years, like people think this is bullshit. Like we're making it up. And the first ten years in business, man, we fucking made fifty eight grand each. I I could fucking prove it. Year one through three, zero bucks. Okay, seven or three through ten. a month. That's truly how we did it. And then when I say that, people are like, well, how the fuck did you survive? Well, motherfucker, I worked other jobs to keep my business open. That doesn't make any sense. Yep. You know, but look where we are now. You know what I mean? People just aren't willing to do that. They have all this technology, all these things at their disposal where they can literally connect with different people in a meaningful way. Hundreds of times a day, but they choose not to do it. And instead, they want to pretend like they're a fucking celebrity and everybody owes them the conversation or the interest or the, you know, whatever it is, the attention, the likes, the shares, whatever. You know, people don't owe you that shit. You know, just because you have a million followers that you fucking bought doesn't mean people are going to listen to you. You know, so we have a situation right now going on where I think people are just fucking lost, man. I think people are really lost. They've lost the ability to communicate and care about the people right next to them and instead prefer to put out this image that they think is going to improve their existence when in reality all it does is take away from their existence because it's taken away from their soul. Yeah, You know what I mean? Like, dude, if you're making up all this shit and you're trying to be something that you're not, that's going to wear you down, man, on the inside because you know you're fucking lying. And that's going to kill your confidence. It's going to kill your self-esteem. It's going to make you all uber paranoid. All these different things. And, like, dude, if people would just start here and here and here and and it'd be, and it'd learn how to be good at it, you know, people would probably listen and, and it would start to grow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fuck, dude. I was writing shit on Facebook in 2009 and it was getting three fucking likes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, nobody gave a shit. But here we are, ten plus years later, and it's different. And people just aren't willing to accept that that's how it works. It just mm-hmm. does. I don't know anybody in life who's literally made something of themselves, and it hasn't taken them a decade.
2: A hundred percent, and that yeah. goes back to this epidemic of bullshit that we're hearing in yeah. society yeah. about nutrition and health and wellness. Those people haven't done the work. Right? They don't. They haven't done ten. 20, 30 years of the work. Right. No. But but their but opinion want, is relevant. That's your right. Opinion, your opinion is not relevant. That's right. It's, it's not they relevant. Want instant
1: gratification. You, yeah, but what, what you're saying, it's, I think...
2: It's, it's irrelevant information. Mm-hmm. And so, for example, I'll give you an example. So, you know, on my Instagram, I feel very passionately about... Um, just health and wellness because I care about people. Yeah. So you know me. Yeah, I fucking care yeah. about their life. Yeah, I do, dude.
0: That's one of the fa- my favorite things about you. I, I told you this the other day. Yes, and yeah. I,
2: I care deeply. I mm-hmm. mean, I have invested. People invest in peripheral things. I've invested in myself. Mm-hmm. Hundreds and thousands, doll- hundreds and thousands of dollars in debt mm-hmm. to invest in my education so I can serve other people truly, and so I post these things that I are that I know are very well vetted and validated it's science it's the laws of science and you know i've spent time learning this and studying this from the best and i get tons of comments from 17 year old girls or guys about how i'm lying i'm i'm funded by the industry all this bullshit right yeah as if their opinion is relevant. Right, right. It's not relevant. Right. Even if, even if they have a couple hundred thousand followers.
0: Well, that's what they think makes them relevant. But they're not. I know. Right. But you that's know? but this is the problem it's that we so have in society. Everybody's so quick to just want to like have the answer and be right versus actually taking the time to listen.
2: Yeah. Oh, and putting in. you've been in business for how long have you 21. been? 21. Okay. 21 years. So you're telling me you put in the time. Yeah. You've earned yeah. it. You've I, earned the right to have a platform and to have an opinion that people listen
1: to. I kind of chuckle when I hear you say that their criticism is that, oh, you're just paid by the industry. Well, I'm pretty sure that there are tons of people in the industry that hate you. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, you're, not, you're not out there no. promoting the establishment,
0: no. You know? no, That comes from people wanting to be an expert before they've done the fucking work. Right. You know, they want to... And, dude, a lot of these things, like, you know, I understand, like, okay, let's just talk about vegans for just one second, all right? I understand why you want, why you believe in that. I truly get it. I truly get why you believe and why you live that lifestyle. I understand, dude. I fucking care about animals too, and I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Totally get the emotional investment that people have in it. But when you stand up and you start saying things that just aren't true, it discredits the movement. So, Like, for example, like, you know, dude, I've been attacked by vegan people by posting (laughs) pictures of my dog, and then they come on my page and say, you don't love your dog, you eat fucking meat. And I'm like, (laughs) well, that's some really fucking weird logic, but, you know, I do eat meat, and I do love my dog, and I can do both, all right? Now, I'm not barbecuing my fucking dog. (laughs) Right. Like, you know, but, like, they... The the there's no logic in any of the no. arguments, and, and they're
2: the most. Uh, I have to say they're the most abusive and aggressive group. For and sure, the, they truly wanted their message to be heard. Now it's I w- it's that's not the way to do now,
0: it. I agree, and it's a culture problem in their mm-hmm. movement. I totally agree with that. They it, it, there is now. With that being said, there is a lot of vegans I'm friends with that totally. actually that Me actually too. totally get it. Yeah, and they look at the science and they say, okay. I know the science is this, but I still choose to do this because I feel it's the right thing to do. Right. That is a that is okay. But what's not okay is when you force shit out that's not true, right. people make decisions based upon that information and they end up less healthy because yeah. of it. And that's yeah. the problem they mm-hmm. have. Plus, when you attack, 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 what's the natural reaction of someone when you attack them? To resist. Right. So mm-hmm. if you really care about the vegan movement, You vegans out there listening, listen, I get it, dude. I make a lot of vegan products. I try to create the best vegan products on the face of the earth for you guys. I totally support what you're doing, but understand that when you attack, 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 you're hurting the moral cause that you're trying to promote. Totally. So if they could reorganize their methods, they'd be a lot more effective and happier. Yeah. So
1: while we're on that topic, because let's let's just roll with this because this is something that we had uh, we had planned as as a topic to discuss. Um, so a recent Valentine's survey said that in spite of the fact that everybody dogs on the whole idea of dinner and a movie mm-hmm. as sort of uninspiring and boring and cliche, the reality is is the vast majority of Americans actually say, "Yeah, hey, just having dinner together and chilling is a really really great thing." So you guys are talking about vegans. I mentioned earlier there's a war going on in America. It's a war for uh, America's mouth and stomach, and it has to because it's a war for dollars, right? Yeah, and it's a, and it's a war about meat. So I think this really ties in to what you guys are talking about already. So let's just go with it. I was going to wait till later to talk about that, but let's talk talk about it. What's this war going on right now about? meat? Yeah,
2: so it's uh, like Andy was saying. There's um, this ethical dilemma where people have this issue with eating meat, but it's it's not about meat, right? It's about misinformation and pushing an agenda. So you've got two very separate groups. You have the people that are really into eating meat and protein and health. And then you've got this vegan vegetarian group. And uh, it's really divided. And so what's happened is we're hearing a lot of false information that's Literally poisoning our country. Mm-hmm.
1: So, what's basically the position of the vegan people? Is 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 it is, is animal both, animals both, and
2: animal products will kill you?
1: Animals and animal products will kill you, and, and it's and bad the, for the environment, and it's bad for the environment, yeah. and it's cruel to animals. Yeah. Right? That's what the that's I mean the
2: cruelty. Is. You're I mean if you take that off the the table, right? Animals, yeah. you do have to kill them to right. eat them. That would be really weird to do it while they're alive. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, but then the other aspects of that as if it's bad for the environment or bad for your health are total lies. Right. Let's talk about yeah. the cruelty
1: piece later, but let's, let's talk a little bit about that. So their contention is that beef is actually, I've actually heard vegans say it's a carcinogen. Right. You know, that's something I hear left and right. So let's talk about that. Is beef bad for you?
2: So no. And there's Why never, not? I mean, there's never been any kind of randomized controlled trials or high quality evidence to support that.
3: Okay. That's it.
2: It's simple. You talk about cancer risk, smoking and cancer. When you think about what that is, there's a two thousand, a three thousand increase
3: mm-hmm.
2: in the risk of cancer if you smoke.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: All the data out in you know in the atmosphere, if you eat animals, and the risk of cancer is uh, considered not statistically significant. So what's Doesn't motivating them to tell
1: people that it's, it's bad industry? For you. It's, it's an industry. It's, it's an industry.
0: It's an it's an angle of fear that they can push into people's brains that convinces them to go along with their moral agenda.
2: Yes, it okay. is a moral agenda it is, So it's manipulating
0: it's,
1: science to 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 uh to, to, to promote a, a moral
0: majority. agenda. So and they're thinking the thinking behind because I've talked to many people yeah. that uh, in, that are that are like very Responsible vegans and they agree there's a big problem with the vegan culture. And
2: yes, same with the patients and people that I take care of. Right.
0: Yeah. And they will tell you that they are encouraged. Vegan, there's a lot of vegan leaders out there, I guess, or influencers that encourage people to push these things out because they're in their mind, it doesn't matter how the quote unquote murders stop. Whatever it takes to stop the murders, we're gonna stop them. Stand in front of a truck. Fucking burn places down, whatever the fuck it takes. Right. Okay, mm-hmm. so when that's the mentality, it's okay then to just make shit up right. to to polarize people and scare them and fear them and shame yep. them into a decision. But I'm sorry, that's not fucking America. And mm-hmm. most people don't care about eating beef; they're going to eat a steak and be okay with it. That's right. So the other
2: tactics are going to say it's bad for the environment and bad for your health. Right. And mm. you know, there's scientists right now, and it's really interesting. You know, I was trained by scientists that had a blo- have a lot of integrity. Dr. Mm-hmm. Donald Lehman, he's one of the OGs of of protein metabolism. Mm-hmm. And he, he doesn't care what the answer is. He cares about the truth of it. Mm-hmm. You've got other guys like David Katz and this health initiative where they try to change the biological value of protein. Literally, the biological value and say, wheat protein is the same as animal protein. But it's not. But they they have enough funding and enough money behind them that they do studies that literally are so false. Well, that's that they what, they work to change the biological. What, what are the well, hold on. sorry, go ahead.
0: That's something that that people need to understand about studies. Yeah. Is when you fund a study, you could get any fucking answer you want. Yeah. People don't realize that. What There's the, a million yeah. companies out there that will that will study do a study for you privately. And basically come out with the answer that you're looking for. Mm -hmm. It's not talked about. It's not spoken about. It's not in writing. But it's an unspoken thing. Like, hey, we're funding you. We kind of need this answer to come out. And then it comes out. You know what? You know what I think
1: of when you say that, Andy, is that? It, correct me if I'm wrong, Doc, but uh, wasn't a couple years ago, or maybe even just within the last year, that the American Heart Association came out with a thing that basically said that coconut oil, coconut oil was bad for you and that cor- corn oil was preferable. Right. So, this, and most I mean, most doctors, like especially functional right. doctors, were going, "Are you insane? Right. Like this was so blatant yeah. propaganda." Yeah. That, so talk, talk about it's that. just It's
2: just rampant. So yeah. the American Heart Association gets money from uh, processed foods like oatmeal,
3: mm-hmm.
2: where on the other end of the spectrum is uh, commodities like beef and egg. They can't, the money doesn't go to sources like the American Heart Association. And they're very, because they're under the umbrella of the USDA, there's, they're very limited in what they can say. Mm-hmm. So all, say, beef could say is that it's part of a healthy diet. Whereas they can, whereas um, processed foods can then, Give money to the American Heart Association gives, you know, millions. Mm-hmm. And then American Heart Associations will say Comes along eat in. oatmeal. That is like, or that's eat, scary. Or, to or be eat honest corn with oil. It. You know, yeah. and it's really interesting. The more integrity the science has, for example, it's very hard for industry science to come out. Wow. Industry science would be egg and beef and and those kinds of things. It's very difficult to get poor studies published. Because they're under so much scrutiny. Oh, oh! So, so you are saying that's a good thing? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. As opposed okay, I fo- to, I follow you. Yeah. Other aspects, like Andy was talking about. Mm-hmm. So, I, I think the average consumer. I think the, this creates a problem, which is that we
1: want to trust the people in authority. We want to, and so it's scary when we find out that there is all this. So I have a question because, you know, sometimes in 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 well, our the economy, problem, Vaughn, go here
0: is that we the 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 world that we live in. <clears throat> has always been lied to. What's happening now is that the transparency is so fucking easy now, and it's so easy to look beyond what people are saying or their mm-hmm. marketing message or their this, that we're starting to figure out that we're, we're, we've we been manipulated for a long time. Yeah. And that's really what's going on. So, like, this isn't new. It's just new that we know about it. Does that make sense? Yeah, it yeah. makes total sense. So,
1: so... This show is about telling the truth, and we are we do our best not to be biased either way politically. You know, Democrat, Republican, conservative, liberal. I feel like in America, in the, in the in the history of America, sometimes there are certain parties that are more responsible for something bad in America than the other party. But in this case, with the with the issue of the way that this is working, where you had this these big uh, companies controlling the the outcome yeah. of the. I feel like both parties are responsible for letting this happen. Is that true?
2: You know, I don't know. I feel I, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of industry and pharmaceutical funding that yeah. make things very, very confusing. And then you have the you know, Americans not doing their part. Yeah. Really not taking responsibility for themselves. You've right. got, you know, like Annie was saying about the the million follower 17-year-old girl just spewing because she read it on... I right.
0: don't know. She read a Reddit post. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. But now all of a sudden Or, she's or her favorite expert. pop star right. actually right. said, oh, this is horrible. Hey, dude, you know what? Yeah. If you want to do something because your favorite person does something, fucking do it. That's not what we're saying. We're right. not saying this at all. But know the facts. Like, dude, if you're going to do something, know that... Like, like, here's where the problem comes in, in, in my opinion. Let's say you have someone... Who really wants to be healthy. They want to be healthy. They're sick. They want to be healthy. And then they read some of this shit, okay, that's put out that isn't true. And they say, fuck, all right, well, that sounds pretty good because they're ignorant to what's going on, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then the person follows that and actually gets less healthy when their goal is to be more healthy. And then they get sick and die. That's not being considered by anybody. And it's not being talked about by anybody. And there's a social responsibility, I agree, with exactly what you said of American people to put a stop to this stuff because it's not right. People are getting sicker. They're not getting healthier. All right. You, you cannot just make up shit because you feel a certain way. And because of the way that the internet has become this thing now, there's no checks and balances against you know, what's the worst thing that can happen to you? Mm-hmm. Uh, someone posts you on another page and says you're full of shit. Yeah. There's no yeah. fucking people policing this shit. And we have a big problem now because now it's getting into like certain groups of people have figured out that if they stomp and scream and shame and yell and fucking make embarrassments and actually just become a pain in the ass, yeah, the other people will just shut the fuck up. Yep. And that's a problem. That's yep. a big problem. So we have a scenario now where, you know, people are willing to shout people down that actually know the truth. And eventually the smart people just shut the fuck or they're up. They're just
2: going right. to say, you know what? You guys fucking deal
0: with it. You this. do
1: your own thing, bro. You guys, you guys yeah. deal with it. Dude, you're right. totally right. In fact, it, and this is this has become more and more a strategy of people who are, are out there promoting falsehood. That instead of, I'm guessing, I'm going to guess about you, Doc, that, that if somebody came onto your page and said, listen, I respect your position. Um, I disagree with it. Here's why I disagree. You would totally respect that person, but I'm guessing that that's not what you get. Nine times out of 10, you probably get, you hate animals. You're an animal hater. <laughs> or You're cruel. Or Like it's, it's, yes. you're, you're, it, there's not an engagement with the facts. There's name calling.
2: Or people that think they know what they're talking about. Right. Writing a whole bunch of stuff that's just not true. And then it's confusing everybody else.
1: Right. It's and and because and, that person has some semblance of they sound
2: intelligent, right. but I don't have time because I actually do the real work and see patients. Yeah, I don't have time to sit with all these become nonsense a social com- warrior. Yeah. Right. yeah, I don't yeah. have time.
0: Right, so who? So that's the problem, right? We have a problem where a lot of motherfuckers who aren't doing shit become the social voices for all these different movements. Yeah, and the real experts, the people who know, they're actually busy doing real work. Right. Doing real work. So now yes. we have a scenario where. There's so much misinformation being thrown out there because you have another group that's like, dude, I'm not gonna sit there and argue with someone on the internet. Like, I had a guy come at me the other day on on something I said about supporting Trump. Okay, like, and he came at me with, oh, dude, you know, I love you, but you're fucking insane for you know. And then he came in with, you put child kids in cages and this and that and this. And I'm like, what? (laughs) I'm like, okay, well. Be specific on what you're saying. Because if he did that, I don't know about it. Right. Right. And then, so he came in, and he came in with some more stuff. And I said, okay, well, what does that mean? Like, why do you think that? I'm literally trying to figure out, like, is there some shit I don't know where this motherfucker puts some motherfuckers in a cage? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, it wasn't that at all. I thought the same thing. It It was just nonsense. And I finally said, he finally came back after I asked him a couple questions, and he said, dude, you're just toying with me. No, I'm not toying with you. Right. I'm trying to. I'm trying to make you understand that what you're saying is complete bullshit. Right. And that's the problem. People don't want to accept that they're full of shit. Yeah.
2: And it's. I've never seen it before. It's like this confirmation bias right. where you could literally say the sky is blue, and someone's say no, it's not. Yeah. Right. No. No. It's really the not. F- you say it is. The fucking world's flat.
1: Yeah. I mean, dude. Yeah. Come on. People don't want to deal with reality, um, yeah. I
2: I had this recent experience. I was on national television on the show called The Doctors. And, you know, a lot of the listeners probably don't know about it because maybe it's... I saw it. (laughs) I looked it up. All right, okay. So um, they invited me out there, and Mm -hmm. I knew what I was getting into. It was five liberal Mm -hmm. doctors and me. Um, And when I say liberal, they had an agenda, and they were very plant-based, which is totally fine. And I would literally say... And this is a super simple concept animal protein is different than plant protein. I mean, it's not, it's it's fucking fact, it's not, it's correct, <laughs> Did, it's not mind blowing. And, and the guy was just shaking his head. Can you argue, how you argue? No, it's not. How the no, fuck can it's, you, it's
0: this guy was a doctor,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's yes, he is, but he is how so deep in his w- agenda.
1: Yeah, you yeah know? His you s- ideology is driving his. He knows,
2: but he knows his rationality. He, it's, but it's.
0: Yeah. He, so he has to literally know what he's saying is not true. I'm sure. And he does. saying it anyway. I'm yeah. sure he does. Dude, see that's fucked up. I, I Those understand. And be then, but so
2: now, so now, um, <clears throat> I'm on a show with these five other physicians who are all plant based, and I'm giving them facts, and I'm saying, you know. This is the issue. We're not over-consuming protein. It's not bad for us. We've never had any studies, any randomized control trials to determine that it is. And he said, well, we don't need randomized control trials to determine that running with scissors is bad for our kids.
0: That's the logic?
2: Yes. And I said, but we have randomized control trials that support these things are healthy. so everybody, But everybody listening and then the way they edit it. So then, you know, here I am trying to speak up to protect people everybody listening including the doctors to shut it down and that is the problem because from the top down it's wrong it's lies
0: well we live in a work dude right now look man people don't even have a chance no they don't because people are so fucking narcissistic and fool themselves they don't even have a chance they're not a willing they're not willing to say you know what i don't really know anything about that yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know what i'm saying no you're right like dude they're saying i don't i that's not me my bailiwick too, yeah i'm gonna tell you too Dude, motherfucker, if you think that you're going to bullshit your way through life and somehow come out the other end being successful, you are fucking sorely mistaken. Because you will get to a level where the people that are further down the road than you are going to recognize you're full of shit, and they're going to kick you off the ladder. Like, climbing the success ladder in any area, whether you be building a, a movement for better whatever, okay, you have a moral agenda that you want to push and you start to make up science about shit that isn't true, the smart people are going to fucking look at you and say, you're full of shit. Yeah. Which actually hurts the cause because you want the smart people to actually say, hey, I'm going to adopt this. And if they would just fucking tell the truth and say, dude, I just believe this is the way to do it. I don't believe in killing animals. Mm -hmm. Some smart people would actually say, you know what? I actually agree with that. But because they lie and because they push this shit, it's impossible to get people that are actually intelligent to buy into it, okay, And at the scale that you need for yeah. it to actually spread. So yeah. these motherfucker, whoever's running the vegan movement, you motherfuckers should hire me to show you how to do this <laughs> because you're fucking it Please up. Please don't do that. Well, I'm just saying, like, it's-, yeah. it, it's if they would just tell the truth and yeah. say, "Dude," and just
2: say, "Hey, we just don't believe in it because it's morally," it. but not, you know, that's a good enough answer. I mean, that's
0: I agree. Yeah,
2: right. I agree.
1: I don't disagree with you at all, Andy. I but I do think that the other layer of this is that it's not just about people who are smart; it's about people who are smart and are willing to tell the truth. Because clearly, those doctors that were talking to you—they're smart people—they're just not willing to tell the truth. No, they're I think, not I think willing. That they're to go, brainwashed. They're you brainwashed. Think
2: so? They're hundred percent brainwashed. Hmm. Because they have a belief and they are not willing to say, you know, so I think part of being a good business person, being a good physician, being a good person is willing to get information and go, you know what, maybe I need to reevaluate that. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong.
1: Maybe
0: I've been wrong this whole fucking time. And By the
1: way, that's one of the number one reasons that as a person of faith, I regularly read things that atheists write. I regularly read books by atheists. I regularly read Bro, th- I do the same thing in business. I,
0: because so, I, want, I want to be challenged I in do what too. I believe. So I read things from people that I don't necessarily fucking think yep. I agree with or Have, believe. And what I usually find out is once I find out where they're coming from, I start to understand what their message is about. Mm-hmm. And the problem is, is that, dude, society as a whole is so fucking arrogant- Like, you look at people who have cars and... Like, I get called fucking all that shit. Cocky, arrogant, blah, 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 blah. Motherfucker, if you knew where the fuck I came from, you'd understand why I'm the way I'm at. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I fucking sweated and bled and fucking grinded to get here, and guess what? I'm fucking proud of it. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. All right? But what people don't understand is they want to jump ahead of the line and get to the fucking end and be right about everything. And what they don't get is, that, dude, that's not how you get there. You don't get to the fucking end by guessing your way or bullshitting your way through. You have to consider the fact that you fucking don't know shit because I don't know shit and I'm doing pretty fucking awesome in life. You know a lot about your thing, but in every other area, you're willing to learn. That's what makes you smart.
2: I need to learn. You know, I mean...
0: But I listen to these other dudes' stuff that yeah. I don't agree with, and I'm like, I look into it and I see and I get it, and I'm like, fuck, okay, all right, I kind of see that. Mm-hmm. But then I, and then I have a basis to like evaluate against. All right, well, his experience, he came from here. This is what he learned. This is probably why he thinks that. When I did this back in there, this this is how this worked, and I start to come to an understanding, and I can evaluate if this guy is actually intelligent or not by the way he presents his fucking information. Mm-hmm. That's what people don't understand. When you're when you're just spewing shit out just because you have all the people that feel the same as you supporting you doesn't mean that there's far more people that think you're full of fucking shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's going to keep you from getting where you want to go. So you're getting I call it feedback mirage. You're getting a mm-hmm. you're getting a fake feedback based upon the information you're offering in a like-minded group when in reality you should be offering the information in a in a in an unbiased group and see what the fuck they say
1: yeah by the way that's my that's my internal struggle when people say well this has been peer reviewed yeah, but by who? What happens if all the peers have the same bias? <laughs> that's the problem. Like, and I, well, I, freely admit I don't know everything about no, 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 the no, academic that, study that's, of. That's so, actually like,
2: what we're seeing. The quality yeah. of evidence we've seen mass global health
0: recommendations made based on p- uh, poor quality evidence. Yeah, but that's yeah. see, that's that's social pressure. What that is is that's motherfuckers getting they're getting entangled in a little in a certain culture a little bit. And then they feel pressure to 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 conform with that culture's message, and so we end up with a situation where we don't get the real information because yeah. people are afraid to buck the system.
3: Yeah,
2: it is true. So I, you know, I'm on a uh, a lot of email lists to physicians, mm-hmm. and the information that they're getting fed is totally wrong. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then they're the ones Dude, that are disseminating. It is scary. That's it is scary. scary. It literally will kill people. Yes. Yep. It as the trajectory of aging. You know, spending two years at WashU. I was at the bedside of these guys dying. Yeah, hundreds of people. Mm-hmm. None of these people talking about this. Yeah, have been.
3: Yeah, even the physicians
2: that are family medicine. You know, you're not at the bedside seeing what this bad information is. Well, and no. then the, we're not the taking it into
0: consideration on top of. I mean, dude, on top of all this shit that we've just gone over, <laughs> we're not even considering the fact of the pressure to sell certain things a.k.a. pharmaceutical drugs, to people. Right. So we're not... Like, dude, like people have the misconception of what the medical fucking world really is. They think that when they go to the doctor, that that doctor has their best interests in mind. I think that's a reasonable thought. Don't you think people should have that thought? Well, I do,
2: it, but I think that the way medicine is is it's very cookie-cutter, so they don't know... I, I really believe that the physician doesn't necessarily know. They are not taught to think. Yeah, they're taught to recognize patterns, which yeah. does make a good physician. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they're not taught to t- think outside the box. But well, we have
1: we have really been brainwashed because, I, I mean, this is anecdotal, but this is I, I know this is true across the board in America. Whether it's my wife serving in metropolitan St. Louis or small rural Manhattan, Kansas. Nine times out of 10, somebody comes in, she's trying to diagnose them, and they're like, just give me a pill. Just give me a pill. And they get
0: mad at her but if she starts asking them questions about lifestyle. Vaughn, they get mad. That's the indoctrinated culture of this whole thing. That's it, we're, Dude, did you know that fucking pharmaceutical, in most countries, pharmaceutical companies cannot advertise directly to the consumer. Do you know that? Why the fuck should a pharmaceutical company be able to advertise to fucking you? That's a good question. You don't know shit. So why should they advertise to you? Hmm. That should tell everybody Hmm. in the world right now what the fucking agenda is. The agenda is, guess what? To sell shit. Yeah. Yeah. And so we have a big problem with the whole system because we have this... we, We, as Americans, okay, and I know there's international listeners, but... We're Americans, so I'm going to fucking use that frame of reference. We, as Americans, I believe, have a reasonable right to think that when we go to the doctor that that woman or man knows what the fuck they're talking about, and they don't. And so what they do is they get educated by the pharmaceutical companies about these things. Then the pharmaceutical companies runs ads to the consumer, so they're hitting it from two fronts. They're teaching the coach and the player what fucking equipment they should use. Hmm. That's not okay, dude. And we have a government that's corrupt because they take all these fucking bribes and junkets and all this shit from the pharmaceutical industry because no one else has the money to fucking fund the shit. When you have a pill, see, this is another thing. People, I'm in the supplement business. People don't understand this. The pill that we make costs the same as that $900 fucking pill Mm -hmm. that they are selling you. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's the same shit, because it's not. What I'm telling you is, the raw ingredients cost the fucking same. Right. So how the fuck could you not have money to pay off everybody you want when you're charging $900 for a single fucking serving of a, basically, what is a different kind of supplement? Mm -hmm. That's what we're talking about. And on top of that, when we have a scenario where shit doesn't work or shit isn't perfect or shit isn't, like, super healthy, they're still selling it because the margin's there. It's crazy. It's fucked up, dude. It's crazy. And people, people, so people who blindly think that when they go to their doctor, they're getting served the right way, dude, you better do your fucking homework.
2: Yes. Just, and it's scary. Yes. Do your homework. Yeah. Absolutely. So
0: before we shift gears yeah, transition yeah. to a little different
1: direction i want to hold your feet to the fire just for a second in very simple layman terms what, like let's say uh, you know the average american does love animals yeah. right so what if somebody said listen doc yeah i'm all other things being equal mm. i'd rather bambi not have to die so that i can eat, you know,
2: venison, right? You would probably not be my patient. <laughs>
1: well, but so uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. playing devil's advocate, why can't i eat the impossible burger? Why can't i eat plant-based protein? Why can't i just pop some edamame or whatever? I mean, you whatever? can is,
2: this, a, I is mean, this an ethical an ethical question you can, you know? But i mean in terms of
1: is meat animal protein like why? Tell me why it's so much better and why i can't just subsist on a on a plant-based. So you uh, can
2: diet. But you're going to need to supplement. Okay. Animal protein feeds the necessary building blocks for animals. We're animals. Oh, that makes total sense. Right? So you said make it simple. (laughs) We're not plants. Yeah. No. Plant feeds plant. If you want to do a plant-based diet, you can do it. But it's going to take a ton of supplementation. You're going to have to monitor your calories. You're going to have a much lower density food source. can be done. But the question is, do you want to be optimized or do you just want to
1: subsist on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the but way I would understand dense, this, animal based products are nutrient dense. I'm not a science f- guy. But we've been way, eating it
2: for 2.5 million years. At least it's what evolved our brains.
1: So I'm not a science guy, but the way I would understand what you just said is not only are, not only are we are what we eat, yeah. but we need to eat what we are.
0: Vaughn in right? amino acids. Yeah. Okay. You, when you don't get a complete amino acid profile, you have to take other amino acids. To supplement. Yep. Hmm. Okay. And the amino acid profile of a plant and an animal are completely fucking different. Yep. Hmm. All right. And so, That's what those do is those initiate muscle protein synthesis in a different way, which means the plant and the animal are going to have different reactions inside your body. Can you explain just for the science people, because yeah, there yeah. is a bunch, the difference between the two different kinds of aminos yeah. of a plant and an animal? Because I know people are going to say, well, she just said plant feeds plant. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> no, okay. she, well, dude, we're trying to make it so regular people can understand it.
2: The. When you think about a protein, the differentiating factor when you think about its biological value mm-hmm. is its amino acid profile. The branch chain amino acids are essential amino acids, which means we don't make it. And we need those at certain doses to trigger what Andy was saying is muscle protein synthesis. And you're like, well, why do I care about that? Because you care about muscle. Mm-hmm. Muscle is the organ of longevity. It's actually a legitimate organ. Muscle is not just. It's not about going to the beach. No, yeah. it's not. It's right. so much more advanced Your than a that. muscle, <laughs> and so is muscle. It's actually an yeah. endocrine organ that, when you secrete it, it secretes things called myokines.
3: Hmm.
2: It's pretty cool, right? That is and cool. and that actually is the key. It's the organ of longevity.
3: Hmm.
2: So, plants make the amino acid profile in the correct doses. For example, those branch chains. To stimulate muscle protein synthesis. Whereas plants, while they do have the same amino acids, they're in vastly different amounts. So it to simplify now
0: You said plants have the amino acids to stimulate muscle protein synthesis, you meant meat. Yes. Yeah. So
2: plants it would require right. four cups of quinoa, four to six cups of quinoa to get the amino acids enough to stimulate muscle protein synthesis. Hmm. So you need four to six cups of quinoa to equal one small chicken breast. Wow.
1: That's crazy. Simply
2: put, yeah. that the amino acids necessary, like those brown chain amino acids, those found in animal sources, stimulate muscle. Hmm.
0: Muscle does sense. all kinds of it things besides sense. making you look cool at the That's beach. That's right. Yeah. Okay? It's it, responsible. It yeah. for literally all kinds of different things. Yes. Okay? Like...
2: Everything about aging is yes. related
0: to muscle. Yeah,
2: Glucose metabolism. It helps,
0: meta- it helps keep- Yep, uh, everything. It helps keep obesity in check. Yes. I mean, it, it's, it has to do with your, B, your metabolic rate. Yep. Like, basically fucking everything that keeps you, like, alive yeah. comes from this. Comes from that. Right. So, so when crazy. we
2: get this advice that you should just eat plants and animal protein is, is dangerous and cause cancer, you literally destroy this tissue. Unless you are eating a certain amount of volume or supplementing. You can supplement with you know vegan protein powder. That totally works. But it's much more difficult to live a life like that yeah. and to be optimized.
0: Let's talk about something productive just for... Uh, what dietary recommendations would you make to a vegan person listening right now? Because there's a lot of them. To, to help them be more healthy. And let's say they're... Go- let's just talk about this like logical adults. Yeah, yeah. They're going to continue to be vegan because they they believe in the moral standard of what vegans represent. What would be some good things for them to do to, to be to live that way and be healthy?
2: So they number one need to manage their calories right excess calories, excess carbohydrates. The majority of a vegan diet is almost all carbohydrates. Mm-hmm. That is devastating mm-hmm. for people mm-hmm. unless you do a, a kind of keto style vegan, which is a high fat, -hmm. Vegan diet with almost no protein. So protein is really the black sheep of the macronutrient family and the most valuable. So these people need to do shakes. Mm -hmm. That's it. It's the best way to do it. Vegan protein shakes. That's what I recommend for my patients. Or they can add in branch chain amino acids, a Mm -hmm. scoop to say tofu, Mm
3: -hmm.
2: and then you need B12, zinc, folate, selenium, and you need to test. You need to test their blood
0: markers. That's something people just definitely don't do enough of, yeah. including me. Okay, I I was so just, I actually, you are on my list. I, I have know a you're strategy. me a fucking have, evil eye. Oh yeah, no, no. So I've, how many times I, do you have to ask for my? Oh blood no, no, work? no, no!
2: I've got an alternative strategy now. This time, I had an agenda oh, for really? what I'm. Oh yes, That's fine.
0: you're just gonna like stab me and take it? No, no, I had an agenda
2: <laughs> for some for some testing that I wanted. All right, I've all been right. working. This is like the running joke for two years or something. Just trying to, so I've. I will never it, give blood when she asks. I have come That's up funny. with a different strategy.
1: Okay, um, okay. So let's go deeper on this issue because, you know, when Andy and I met, we we for the first time ever, we'd spent like thirty before we ever got into business. We talked about thirty minutes about how much mo- we both loved our dogs. Okay, so we're big animal yeah, lovers. Yeah, I get it. The other day, I came across a uh, by accident came across a video where where uh, guys were. Uh, we're feeding rabbits uh you know like a boa constrictor and i i, I mean sorry feeding rabbits to a boa constrictor yeah. and you know you'll you'll see people they'll they'll take videos of like feeding uh mm-hmm. goldfish to to piranhas to be honest with you I, I struggle with that because i'm like i don't i don't I, i'm I don't, I would never take joy in some animal. Like, I, I don't I can't I get wrap it. my head around people who take joy in watching animals being fed to other animals. I just don't get it. Even though I do think it is natural, it's part of the natural ecosystem. So, that being said, do you think this really comes down to in in people's desire to be compassionate to animals? Have we lost some rationality in terms of guys? Animals are important, but they are not human beings. Totally, it's like, outrageous. Talk about that a I
2: mean, bit. it's just outrageous because they're missing the boat. Yeah, you mean to tell me you're going to trade your life for a chicken? Right. It's a,
0: it's a look. I mean, it's, just it's a, a, a harsh reality, yeah. right? Like the people don't like. I mean, look at fucking nature, man. Mm-hmm. Like animals kill other animals and they fucking eat them. Right. All right. And people don't like that. They don't still like it. Like, but because we don't like something doesn't mean. It's not true or the way it is. Right. That's the problem. That's the fundamental problem that we have in this. It's not just this particular issue. It's really all the issues that right. we have going on. We have the bottom 2% of the fucking internet basically making the rules for their other 98% yep. because they're the loudest and the least educated and they don't mind bashing the fuck out of people to get them to do what they want. Right. That's wrong, okay? We have a situation where people... Are not okay with looking at the facts and accepting reality. Right. In reality, what's the, what's the, how does nature work? It's a fucking cycle, it's an ecosystem. Guess who's at the top of that motherfucking chain? We are. Mm -hmm. Okay. So people don't like that. They don't like that, right? We have dogs. I love my dogs. I love my dogs, dude. I love them as much as I love, more than I love anybody in this room. But I'm still eating some fucking steak tonight. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because I know it's what it's what the fuck I need to eat. Right? Okay? To stay alive. To do what I'm doing. Now, I could I can compartmentalize and understand that there is a dichotomy of these things. The problem is is that most people don't understand what a dichotomy is, and there's two sides and a nuance to every single thing. People want to plant their flag on one side of it and act like it's a fucking fact when in reality it just isn't it's just not a fact. And th- this goes for all kinds of things, you know, people making up shit about, you know, <laughs> fucking politics or mm-hmm. veganism or whatever. I mean, fuck, dude, me too movement, anything. Like we can make up we can make up fucking plant flags on things that we like, but the truth is, guys, is there's exceptions to everything and we as a culture have a problem understanding that because we don't like To see, like, what you're saying, where a a rabbit gets swallowed up by a snake. I mean, some people like it. I don't like it either. I think it's fucking... I don't like it. I don't hunt. You know, I don't kill shit. But I I just don't get the entertainment value. Like, why would somebody entertain themselves? Now, I totally understand hunters. Like, just because I don't hunt doesn't mean I don't fucking respect hunters. And that's the problem. It's, it's like you're either on my team or you're fucking against me. Right. right? And that's an attitude that's been going on in America for a number of years now because people have figured out that if they yell and scream and pout and shame people enough that they'll just go do whatever else. And what what they don't understand is those people that you're silencing are not changing. They're right. continuing to live their life the same way and you're actually not getting any traction by doing what you're doing. You would get far more success by having real conversations And this also comes from people not thinking that their logic or their reasoning or their cause is actually valid. They don't think it's valid. Right. Like, if they don't think it's valid and you don't think you have enough ammunition to get people to understand, why the fuck are you screaming about it? Right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, dude. It's even more than
1: people aren't changing when you yell at them. They're, I, I but, say they get more entrenched. But what about like just if somebody yells at you? You're like, screw you. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna double down and, That's right. and get even more entrenched in my position. You know,
2: and the issues are why not contribute? Yeah, I look at some of these comments and I, I look to see I look and see what people are doing, and I just think you know you are not contributing. You are not contributing to make the world a better place. Right. Well,
0: and there's a drastic change. There's a drastic uh, discrepancy between how people behave in real life and how they behave online. I,
2: I have a story about that. Okay. I was on a, a panel recently and it was, you know, whatever, some people in the public eye and one of the guys on the panel, he didn't know it, had sent me a whole bunch of hate mail, had messaged me on Instagram saying about how I was killing animals and he was, he was new and, and- But he and didn't was, realize that that he, was you. And then, correct, he was like, I would love to come so, get some blood work.
1: Oh That's hilarious. God. I
2: would love, I would. it's so nice to meet you. Yeah, he, and so he had no funny. idea. And of course I remembered him because I was like, who is this asshole? Right. Yeah. I'm on my Instagram telling me that I should take down this post immediately because right. the Impossible Burger is different than just beef and there's so much more in beef. By the way, there's not. No. There's not. It's regulated. It doesn't, it, it can't have those things in it. Right. How about
0: that? It's ridiculous. Like, dude, whatever happened, why can't we just have conversations? hey, I don't really agree with your position. I like you, but like, dude, tell me why you believe what you believe. Yeah. Why can we not do that? What is so hard about that? I, I I have no idea.
1: Somebody's profiting off of us being angry at each other. That's all I'm saying. Somebody's profiting off of us yelling at each other. Lots of motherfuckers. Um, so just kind of getting back to this whole issue of the value and dignity of animals. So I'll, I'll just be free with my bias. So I am coming from a position of faith. I believe God created, I believe God loves animals and and created them. I believe that human beings are different from animals because we have souls and we're made in the image of God. But I was talking to somebody like on a practical level, like completely aside from all the spiritual and everything, on a practical level, I was talking to one of these like really intense, you know, vegan types who was against all cruelty to the animals. And I was like, well, so I have a question, like, are all animals as valuable as human beings? Oh, yeah. So like... You know, it's not just that a, that a tiger and a lion is valuable, but like a frog and a cat. That's that they're all as valuable as human beings. I think it's yes.
0: a I think it's a respect for life.
1: Yeah, issue. It, they, they, yes,
0: but what what one Which of the by things the I way, said I relate to because like dude, no, I get it too. I, f- I fucking hate snakes, dude. Yeah, I hate them. <laughs> I fucking hate them. I dude, still I still don't run them over. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. if I see one in the road and there ain't nobody around, us we live in a ruralish area. I'll stop and I'll fucking scoot it off the road. That I do that, if there's a turtle in the road, I don't run the motherfucker over. I fucking stop and I move him to the side of the road. I love animals. Yeah, I'm the same way. But I, like, I was talking to this guy and I said, listen though, I want to
1: truly, truly understand your position. And I, I don't want to misrepresent vegans, but I think this is their position. I said, are you literally saying that animals are worth just as much as human beings? Yes. I said, so, if I accidentally hit a rabbit on the road, That should be prosecuted with the same legal force that, you know, killing a person, you know, uh, vehicular homicide or manslaughter.
0: Yes. Shut the fuck up.
1: Dude, I have talked to a ton of people like that. Like, that is their mentality. And again, if you're vegan, DM me. Tell me you feel otherwise. But that that is the mentality, that they want it part of the legal code.
0: Yeah, well, that's That part
1: of insane. the legal process, that this kind of, like, you can't do, listen, I am, I, if, so, some, is that who if somebody gonna, attacks so or tortures release? animals, I think they need to go to jail. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Okay? No animal I cruelty? think they need to go
0: to jail. Absolutely. Dude, you should, those people, people who abuse fucking animals for fun. don't think they should be executed. Oh, bullshit, I do. Well, I don't, but people I. People fucking abuse animals and I shit? I think they should be
1: thrown in jail, but, I, but. I hear Fuck you, them. But, but I get, I get what you're saying. But, yeah. but the, uh, but regardless I mean, I, I often ask people like walk through the practical implications, but again, what qualifies an animal as an animal? Should we not have pesticides or should we not have any sort of pest control? I mean, are cockroaches animals? Do they have the same value as human we're, beings?
0: We're going into an era of society. If it doesn't fucking change soon. Where we will not be able to say fucking anything. We won't be able to do anything. Yeah. It's, it's like it's like fucking communist Russia back in the fucking 70s yep. and 80s. Okay? Yep. And people don't fucking get it. They think it's a fucking joke. They think it's cute. They think it's funny. They laugh about it. They say, Andy, why do you get so upset about it? Well, because I fucking know where we're going. Mm-hmm. And you ain't going to like it. Right. Okay? We can't even joke with each other anymore. We can't even tell a fucking joke because it might fucking offend people. The best com- the best comedian, of, in my opinion, uh, in our era, is fucking Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle won't come out and do comedy shows because every motherfucking time he tells a joke, your motherfuckers freak the fuck out and act like bitches. Mm-hmm. That's sad. Dude, Dave Chappelle's the best thing for fucking racism and all these other things because he fucking laughs about it. And if we can't laugh at each other, we can't even fucking connect. You know what I'm saying? So, dude, people's fucking vaginas and fucking little bitty tiny dicks, so I'll throw that in there to be fucking <laughs> fair, are fucking, fucking everybody else. Like, I, I want to go see Dave Chappelle. I want to fucking laugh. I want to be able to tell funny jokes to my friends that are fucking black and have a good time without us fucking hating each other. I want to fucking do that. But why can't we? Because people get their fucking feelings hurt for no fucking reason. It's not right, dude. This ain't America anymore. It's become something else. And, dude, all of you guys that support us and me and all this shit, this ain't fucking super ultra right-wing Trump fucking shit. I'm talking about motherfucking America. I'm talking about everybody. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So why can't we just fucking get along? It's not that fucking hard. And the truth of the matter is, is that if you go out in the real world, people do get along. Yep. It's only online where they don't. Like, dude, I don't walk into fucking my gym or these places I go on a daily basis and get people saying to me, hey, Andy, fuck you. (laughs) Like, it doesn't (laughs) fucking happen. Like, there's a, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Dude, for me, I just grew up in an era where like, dude. There was always consequences of the shit you said. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, you don't fucking say. And now we have a whole generation of people that don't think that there's consequences for what they say, which causes a whole nother problem. (laughs) Yes, you're free to say whatever the fuck you want. This is America. But there are consequences to everything you say, whether you understand the consequences or not. That's something people have a really hard time with. If I don't agree with what you're saying, now there's a problem. Now we have a personal problem. Can we not, like, can I not just say, hey, Vaughn, I don't really know why the fuck you'd want to live in Kansas, bro. <laughs> can we just say that? that. Isn't that say okay? That. I'm not offended by that. And you can that. say to me, hey, bro, you know what? I don't know why the fuck you like what you like. Right. But does that mean we can't be fucking friends? No. We're still great friends. Absolutely. And we disagree on all kinds of shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, but people don't have the capacity to do this anymore because their pride and their narcissistic behavior has now attached them to an outcome that they've decided is right. When in fact, the information that's out there says it isn't right and they don't their their egos and their their pride and their image of themselves is so fucking fragile that they aren't willing to say, hey, maybe, maybe. I'm thinking about this the wrong way. And I'm going to tell you right now, If you, a lot of you guys are in entrepreneurship listening to this shit. You will never be successful financially if that's your attitude towards everything or anything. 100%. You'll fucking lose. I, I like that you brought up this issue because it relates
1: to the other, uh, the other topic that I was going to raise, which is that, uh, and I, I texted you about this the other day, dude, and um, there's a new survey out, and there's been, a, there's been several surveys that, that bear out this same result. And uh, it's—I read about this in NPR magazine, but basically, there's an epidemic sweeping the United States. Wait, wait, wait,
0: wait! Hold on, dude. NPR magazine.
1: I meant NPR. I, I something online. Wait, wait, wait. NPR is National Public Radio, right? I'm very yeah. aware of
0: what the fuck it is. <laughs> yeah, right. So. Yeah.
3: Hello,
1: you're listening to NPR. This is with what you Andy listen Frisella. to, bro. No, dude, this is what I saw this online. Explains a lot. No, no, this is what I saw online. Like, do you dance to that shit? Oh man, NPR. I
0: mean, is this where you learn all your skills? No, but
1: NPR is kind of it's it's kind of good. You know, I sometimes I struggle with uh, going to sleep, so yeah. you listen to those guys. Yeah. Hello, you're listening to All Things Considered oh, with NPR I Radio.
0: I have a I have so so like AM radio type yeah, 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 vibe. Yeah. 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 I, I cannot listen to that shit. Yeah. Like, that shit makes my head hurt. Like, it makes <laughs> me feel sick. I think one time when I was a kid, I got car sick in the car because my dad used to listen to that shit. And I think it, like, conditioned me. Hmm. So now when I hear that talk, I automatically get this nauseating. I'm being serious, dude. Yeah, I'm not yeah. being a smartass. I get a nauseating feeling when I hear people talk like that. No. Like it makes T- me Talk feel- like what?
1: Like what you were just talking about. Oh, like about. what I just did? Yeah. Oh, man, that's sick. a bummer because I was going to go off on a tangent because uh, for most of my life, I, I have actually not really liked my voice, but lately I've been getting these, these, this no, feedback. No, you have a great voice, thanks, bro. That's thanks, man. That's not what I'm, saying. I'm no, saying. No, 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 no. No, I know that's not what you're saying, but yeah. lately I've been giving this feedback that I, you know, people actually like my voice, so I was actually going to like ask you if I could do like a long monologue and say, Lord have mercy, two hours of commercial-free Andy Frisella. <laughs>
0: Dude, you know where our podcast would be if we fucking did that? <laughs> it would be in the trash.
1: Yeah, it would be. But anyway, what I was going to say is, so there's this epidemic sweeping the country. This actually kind of boggles my mind. All right, I mean, I understand why it's why it's true, but it still boggles my mind. The cer- the research concludes that three out of five Americans. Now, Doctor Doctor Gabrielle, you're you're a very smart. I don't know what the percentage is, but three out of five—that's a lot. Three out of five per- uh, Americans actually uh, admits Fun. to being very-
0: it's 60%. 60%. Okay, that's a lot. Let me tell you how to figure that that's out. That's a <laughs> lot. Okay, tell me how to so figure that out. So you take the five and yeah? you multiply it by two. Okay. That's 10, right? You're
1: smart, dude. And what's I can't... three times two? Uh, three times two is six. Okay. Okay. Get it? Oh, okay. 60%. That makes sense. All I'll right. be honest with you. I, I waited four years for my college to offer a math class that I thought it, I could pass. It, listen, bro. It's okay, because I am no fucking mathematician. All I want is count my Benjamins. Uh, that's you know, right. That's, 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 that's I don't want math. Add some crap, crap, motherfucker. That's
0: right. I'm actually shocked <laughs> I knew that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So anyway,
1: three out of five Americans uh, admit to being uh, pretty significantly lonely. So the two uh, demographics within the you know American people that that are most affected by the loneliness, the first one won't surprise you. It's it's geriatric. It's older people. Obviously, you get older, a lot of your friends die. You know, America has this sort of bad <laughs> bad habit of of sending off the people who helped build this country into nursing homes and then uh, neglecting yeah. them. That's a bad thing, but that's a that's a topic for another day. But the other the other demographic was like the millennials. And Generation Z and all these. So my question is, how much of this loneliness ep- epidemic is connected to what we've already been talking about for the last couple? I mean, what do you think? Is that a stretch? Because you, you were talking about like people wanting to be right. You were talking about how we're I not even
0: allowed spend to say, way say anything too much anymore. time. I think people spend way too much time, bro, on the fucking internet. Yeah, in mm-hmm. general. And like when you do, especially because like you, dude. People are building companies and creating jobs and doing all these wonderful things with the technology that we have. But man. That also requires us to spend, you know, a lot of people, three, four, fucking sometimes eight hours a day online. And, uh, you know, when you do that, you're limiting human interaction. Dude, I can tell you for sure, like, because I struggle with depression. You guys all know that. I talk about it openly because I I don't want people to think they're alone. Um, But I can tell you for sure, like, one of the things that triggers me to get in, to go down the, the dark path is to spend too much time. Um well, not enough time with real people. yeah, mm-hmm. it's not yep. I, I don't think it's too much time, to do. I think there's a way to balance it. Like when I spend a lot of time online, which I do, and I also balance it with like human interactions and jokes and hanging out with my buddies, not I'm not saying I'm not going to the bar. I'm saying like even just here, right. like sitting down having a conversation where we sit around and bullshit or whatever, you know, where we'll fuck around. like that makes me feel better. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, oh, fuck, okay, like actually because dude, we have this thing as humans where, We assume, we automatically assume the worst, you know? And so building a brand online is, is very difficult. Okay. So when you first start out and you start putting out all these things that, that, that are important to you and no one cares, it's a very fucking harsh reality for people. They're like, fuck, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? I got Mm -hmm. like four people that give a shit (laughs) like that sucks, but that's not true though, because those people may not have seen your post. Those people might be doing other things. Maybe they're not even on the internet right now. And so we've created this reality that isn't real. It's a false reality. Is there real aspects of it? Fuck yeah, there is. Absolutely. There's real opportunity. There's real connections made for sure. But people are putting so much attention and and attachment to the likes and the shares and the comments. And it's driving people literally fucking insane. And the truth is, is like, dude, no one gives a fuck how many likes or comments you get in real life. Like, I don't walk into fucking work and say, hey, (laughs) hey, motherfucker, do you know that fucking a million five motherfuckers follow me? You know what I'm saying? Like, how's your dude, how's your day to day? Oh, dude,
1: I got 700 likes on my recent bro, post. But that
0: but that's that's real <laughs> shit that happens though yeah. in the younger generation. I know it's I that's can't that's the shit I, they're talking about. I
1: admit I can't wrap my head
0: around that, dude. No, I can't. but look, man, it's 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 I'm not talking shit. It's a problem mm-hmm. because because it's all they've ever known. Yes, yeah. And so, dude, we have this problem where these younger people um, or people who are just new to the internet they get a false sense of loneliness because. Yeah. Dude. It's a comparison game. Correct. Yeah. It's and, all, it is a comparison. And we're,
2: we're designed for real hum, human interaction. You know, the eyes, when you connect with each other or a yeah. baby, that's a nervous system. Yeah. The mm-hmm. eyes are part of your nervous system. Well, that's a, why
0: when you look someone yes. literally like, like, dude, next time you're talking to someone, take a fucking fraction of a second and look at them in the fucking eye. Yep. Not their middle of their nose. Not their eyelid. Not
2: their. Mm. Yeah, not their boobies.
0: <laughs> what are you referring? Yeah, to? Yeah, <laughs> none of that <laughs> shit. Their fucking eye, and like look at their yeah. eye and look into it, and it's very uncomfortable when you start to do that because it's 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 hard because mm-hmm. you're not used to it. But dude, I'm telling you, if you just look people in the fucking eye, your life will change. Yeah, it will change because you're gonna make better friends, and you're. I'm gonna tell you another thing: if you're lonely, like as a dude or a chick that's lonely, mean, you're not getting fucking laid, uh, you can fix it pretty easy by looking motherfuckers in the eye. Mm -hmm. Okay? That's That's the truth. That is true. You have very... If you're trying to flirt with a person of the opposite sex or the same sex, whatever you're into, and you look at their fucking eyeball, like right into it, Mm -hmm. like you're looking into their fucking soul... People like that shit. Yeah. Man. It
1: there, makes that, you feel connected. That's not just like common sense. The reality is is that there's all been all sorts of psychological studies where they literally took two they described them as average attractiveness strangers, total strangers and the and the researchers would t- put two people in a room and usually it wasn't like same-sex couples it was like opposite sex and they said stare at like gaze at each other for two to five minutes and they did that. We're talking like total strangers and up to 89% of the people that did that not only registered a deep feeling of connection with mm-hmm. the person but even registered romantic feelings. Just that's by looking at people, that's why Dracula looked at women in the eye. You know that he like looked at them really close, and then he, then he. Man, you started looking like the Dracula neck. there for a second. Weird <laughs> hey, so shit. What the fuck but is that? Uh, but no, dude. so no, you're right. I mean, I think we've lost. Um, I think the internet has really, really hurt interpersonal connection. Yeah. And uh, what about you? What do you I, think? I
2: mean, I, I totally agree. We're meant to. We're humans. We're meant for human connection, mm-hmm. not meant for cyborg
0: connection. Right. Right. It's Plus, this sure. is good, kind of going I don't know, man. You see some of these fucking sex dolls are making now? <laughs> they fucking look real, dude. Like, real, real. Like, dude, there's this thing now- No, I'm being serious. There's this thing now where these companies are going out and trying to find these internet influencers to make real-life sex dolls of them to, for them to sell. That's crazy. That's happening right now. I have not I, seen that. I just yeah. think that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, dude, the first t- I saw an ad pop up for one or some shit, dude, I thought it was a real person. Yeah. Like for real, I bought three of them. I did. I did. <laughs>
1: I did. I did read an article, and to me, this is sad. Like this is just, I don't know. I read an article that that uh, men are less interested in relationships with women these days because mm-hmm. they're just they're just jacking off the porn. Huh. Like literally, that's all they're doing. They're they're like, I don't need I don't need to have a relationship. I don't need to have a, I don't need to get married. I do not need to date anybody because
0: I can just stay home and play. Well, fuck, man! Like I mean, that's crazy, to dude. Me. It, that's crazy. It's weird. Like look dude it's weird like that dude there the social media is going to become that I know that's what it's going to become like dude it's it's already becoming it we see it happening we have these like offsite websites now yeah. where all these people are doing all this shit you can go pay to watch it Yeah Dude it's fuck like look man I'm all for do whatever the fuck makes you happy like whatever you're into fucking unless it's like little kids be into it. All right? That's yeah. whatever. But <clears throat> nobody you don't have to like show that shit for people to approve of you. Like and that's yeah. what we fall into, right? Like it's like dude, we see this with a with with the with the internet culture like it's it's gone from like I show like the side of my ass cheek. You know what I'm saying? To like now it's like People are bent over with a thong, with a fucking ass right in your face, and you can like see the their butthole where the thong cuts it in half. You know, which is where the term "turd cutter" comes from. Just so you. I've know. I've never heard that term. Turd cutter? No. Oh yeah, that's what that's. I I, that's I just a, learned that's something, a, something that's new. A, that's an old school, up. fucking midwestern term for thong underwear. <laughs> turd cutters. That is funny. anyway. Um, yeah, that's so, what we called it. So um <laughs> you think that's funny, DJ? <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard of
2: that? Heard of I got I
0: got one one of our security guys, one of my security guys, my personal security, sitting here, and he's just having a good old time laughing at us. That's great. So I mean, uh,
1: while we're even talking about the dynamics of uh, of men and women, I'll I'll kind of raise the issue that I was going to actually raise at the beginning, but uh the way this unfolded was a little different from what I planned. But basically, uh, another you know I'm Mr. Survey today, but there's also a, a survey out now. That says that one of the reasons that people are not getting married as much is that women are complaining that there is a lack of good options among men. There's a lack of exceptional or desirable men to get married to. Yeah, because they're all full of shit.
0: (laughs) That goes back to what the fuck I was talking about. Like, dude, how are you going to fucking want to marry someone that's literally made up this fake ass life? Is that, is that, I mean, would you guys say, is that,
2: is that just a woman problem that there's lack of exceptional men? Exceptional humans. I agree. It's not, you know, there, there is something to be said for having integrity and being a good human and caring and wanting to become a better person.
0: Yeah. The good news is, is that it's never been easier to meet someone because- That is true. If you just, to stand out, because if you actually reflect things that are desirable, it's going to stand out because most people just aren't reflecting those things. So it's a good opportunity. I mean, you're going to distinguish yourself. Absolutely. By just being a normal human being. Yeah. Like, you know how many girls I talk to like that say, dude, I just want a normal dude. Like I just want a normal motherfucking dude. Like I don't want, I don't need a dude wearing fucking (laughs) super cool suits and you know, pretending he's in the cool kids club and all this shit. Like they don't want that shit. They're just like, I just want a normal fucking dude, a guy that goes to the fucking job, takes care of himself. He's a good dude. This, that, but that's not that's not what's happening right. It's not cool to be that right yeah. now. You know, everybody's got to be somebody.
1: Yeah, you got to be a social media influencer. <laughs> yeah,
0: dude. Why can't we just be like, yeah, that guy's a good dude. Yeah, but the, I would say I would. I mean, dude, look. This is I love women. This is not an attack on women. But I, if I were a single man, like, dude, I could tell you this. I look at Emily and I look at all the shit that's out there and I'm like, "Fuck, dude, I picked good." <laughs> you know, I, I, yeah. I feel like, the same way about my wife. I mean, women yeah. are crazy. Yeah. A lot of women, not all women, but they're crazy. But I'm just saying, like, dude, it's a it's a relative, yes. it's a relative standard. Like, there's, I think there's a lot of, I think women. If, if that's the poll on women, I, I think if you polled men, they would say the same shit about women. Mm-hmm. I think they would Probably because, dude, would. no man. Look dude, there's a difference between a girl that you want to fuck and a girl you want to marry. It's the same for girls. Girls look at guys and they say, "This guy's hot. I'd probably have sex with him, but I wouldn't marry him." We all look at people like that. So I I would say what you said is correct. It's human beings. They're they're putting out things that aren't desirable. So what would you say is the
1: the number one quality that's lacking? in the average person today that might have been more prevalent in previous generations? Confidence.
2: Confidence? I'd say honesty.
1: Honesty?
0: I mean, real confidence. Like, I'm not talking about fake bravado internet bullshit. Swag. I'm talking about... Social media swag. I'm talking about someone who's actually sure of themselves. Yeah. Because the insecurity of the... The internet creates so much insecurity Mm -hmm. with people that it's like, dude, I think most people right now are walking around... Feeling like frauds completely. They just feel like a fucking fraud Mm -hmm. because they know that they're pretending to be some shit online that they're not. And it fucking destroys who they are on the inside. And then when they go to be in a relationship, they're fucking paranoid, they're jealous, they're they're getting upset about certain things, you know, they're projecting things, Mm -hmm. you know, like you know, these dudes who go out and they fucking like every hot chick's picture, and then and then they get a girlfriend and you know they're commenting they're in the DMs of all the girls and shit like that and then they get a girlfriend and they think that they assume that she's doing the same thing because that's what they did and then all of a sudden they've got this tension i know you're fucking doing this with so and so and this and that and this mm-hmm. dude it's it's a fu- it's like what came first the chicken or the egg right. and so you have this revolving cycle of events that just makes people feel like, there's nobody out there. When in reality, if you just broke away from that same cycle for a minute, like, hey, how about this? How about just take three or four months and say, I'm not fucking dating anybody, and, like, I'm going to take a break from the internet and see what the fuck is what, what you're really doing, you'll, you'll get some distance between you and that repetitive cycle. Yep. And it'll start to become obvious obvious to you what's going on. Less distraction. So would you
1: say that confidence is rooted in a clear conscience and a clear conscience is rooted in having character? Like just being a good person and doing the right thing. And that's, that's how you can feel good about
0: yourself and have confidence? I think that you could start there. Yeah. I think that, that, that confidence is something that you need to build upon. Yeah. But I think that will give you a base level of, dude, I can feel good about the way I live.
2: Yeah.
1: So what attracted you to your husband?
2: I mean, he's a seal. So <laughs> a, when I met him, I'm so like, I would never discipline. date this guy. <laughs> yeah. You know, because they just have this really bad reputation. Um, I mean, he's an incredible human being. He's really humble. Yeah. And extraordinarily capable, but incredibly humble.
0: He's a lot like you, I think, um, in terms of like he's a very good listener. Yeah. That's one of the things yes. I love about Shane. Yeah. Is like when you talk to him, he's actually listening mm-hmm. to you. And this goes—he's not just waiting to talk when you're right. done. No, no. dude, in, no. In, in fact, you'll meet him. He's very—he in, in fact, Vaughn, like he—he he waits. It's really weird, dude. And this is what I meant a minute ago about just being a normal human making yeah. you stand out. I can remember the first time I met Shane, and I meet fucking thousands of people, yeah. and I remember the exact conversation I had with him because—and it was at PBR downtown when we had a uh, an event here for first form. A lot of we didn't cover that. Uh, she consults and is one of our scientific advisors for first form as well. But it's almost bizarre how, how well he listens because when you finish talking and the the time between when you finish (laughs) and he starts is abnormally long. Yeah. So you're like, like when I first met him, I'm like this fucking dude's weird. Hmm. But what reality is he's actually living like a fucking human. Yeah. He's taking information. He's processing a thought. And he wants to think about it before he says it back to you. That's exactly right. Yeah. And I love that about him. Yeah. It's one of my favorite things about him because yeah. dude, it's so rare. Mm-hmm. It's so rare. That's yeah. crazy. That's awesome. Does yeah. he do that with
2: everybody? He does. He yeah. really cares about people. Yeah. Well, um, that makes
0: sense that you guys are together then. He really, Yeah. it, it mm-hmm. matters
2: to him. I mean, you have to understand this is a guy who went to war to yeah. protect people. Yep. And he truly is that sheepdog. He feels he's-, he's An
0: obligation to protect. He does. And yeah. he's
2: very gracious to everybody. hmm mm-hmm. I, I mean, I truly have never seen anything like it. He's calm and collected and gracious.
0: Well, when you go out and see some fucked up shit- Yeah. You yeah. realize that there's not a lot of shit that we get to see <laughs> to get you too riled up. Yeah. yeah you know? He's very calm. Very That's respectful. something you can see about all the all the foot stompers and yeah. fucking ralliers and all this shit. You know, you know they've never seen anything real because if they did, they wouldn't be so upset about this, right? (laughs) You know, right. So, Hmm. but I mean, dude, he's a stud. Yeah. Period. Yeah. But dude, if more people were like that, I think we'd have a better America. We Mm -hmm. would. Like, hey, let me hear what the fuck you think, and then let me think about it, and let me think what I think instead of me. And dude, you know what I think this came from? Honestly, like this whole problem, I've been thinking about this for a long time. If you Think about how communication has evolved. You know, a hundred years ago, dude—not a hundred, but one hundred thirty years ago—you had to have a face-to-face conversation with someone, mm-hmm. or you had to write them a handwritten letter. That was just how the fuck it went. All right. Well, maybe you could type it. I don't know when the typewriter came about, but anyway, I think that came about way hundreds of years ago. Yeah, but I have anyway, no idea. did it? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know either. Anyway, yeah, like. At but least that's 100. gonna fact check it. Yeah, but anyway. It's written or fucking voice in your face, pretty much, right? Then the telephone comes along, right? Mm -hmm. Then the telephone is the way of communication with letter writing. And what was it? 1867. Okay. Cool. Thanks, brother. So that's still recent technology. And that's not even when it came into popular use. Okay. Well, that's recent technology. Yeah. Okay. So now we moved into a scenario where, you know, we went from human interaction to... A little bit of technology, right? A phone call, a a letter, right? A typewriter. Then we moved into newer forms of communication, the fax machine. That didn't come around until like the fucking late 70s, early 80s. So, dude, we went this long-ass time as humans with really no other communication besides real fucking interactions. Mm -hmm. Then a little bit longer came along. We got the cell phone, Right. Now it may now we could take calls anywhere we were in the world. That's a great thing. Totally cool. Then cell phones went to text messaging. Now we're writing short little versions of the things that we want to do. Okay. Then after text messaging came along, then email comes along. So now we don't have to wait for the letters anymore. It's instant. Okay. Then social media comes along and we can actually communicate with each other instantly by saying, hey, this is what we feel. And other people come in and comment on it, right? And this is where we fucked up this right here. What I'm about to say is where we fucked up when it fucking Facebook because Facebook is a fucking social influencer of culture, Mm -hmm. just the nature of it. It's so widely adopted that what it does changes the culture of how people communicate when they took people's comments and put a fucking like Mm -hmm. underneath it. They fucked everybody up. And here's why. Because now we don't have to express our viewpoints. We can just say things and get people to like it. So instead of communicating in a, This was 10, 12 years ago, by the way. Instead of saying things that we actually believe and communicating like people, we had started to adopt a, uh, a, a, an idea that we would just vent thoughts and people would like them. And so instead of us putting out information that we thought was valuable... We're now putting out information or making comments just to get the fucking reward. It's no different than a than a dog getting a fucking biscuit, mm-hmm. okay? Then we even took it further than that. And we went into a scenario where it, the fucking heart button in your DMs. You don't even have to fucking reply to people anymore. You could just fucking heart it or send them an emoji. If you think about how this broke down human interaction and connection over the last 130 years, it kind of makes sense where why things are the way they are because now we have a scenario where instead of people contributing valuable information in society, we have a scenario where people are just saying shit to get people to fucking agree with it and champion their comment. Doesn't mean it has to be true. Right. Because the likes... Are more important than the truth to it. a whole fucking generation of people. So why why would they try to have real conversation when their entire image is tied to the amount of attention they get for what the fuck they say?
1: Dude, I mean, I it's brilliant. No, you're right. I, I <laughs> mic drop. I don't, I don't yeah. know us. what well, else. Well, I'm to just say? saying, like, no, dude. I we mean, look
0: around and we're like, why is it this way? Well, fuck, that's why. Yeah. Because now instead of us saying, hey man. Vaughn, that's a really cool opinion. Here's what I think. What do you think Mm -hmm. about that? And us having a conversation, it's just a mob mentality. Vaughn, you're a fucking dumb fuck. Mm -hmm. Like, 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 on the comment.
1: And then, and then.
0: Because the more fucking abrasive and negative the fucking comment, the more, more attention it gets. Yeah. So everybody now is, is like conditioned to polarize. I say the sky is blue. This motherfucker's going to say you're a dumb fuck. Just so he can get attention from people now we have people who say ignorant shit on my posts every day yeah. and then when I comment back you know what they say hey, I was just trying to get your attention right right That's
1: where we're at because they take that as the equivalent of of you know how they say uh, there's no such thing as bad press they would say people coming and attacking them hey they're at least they're getting attention
0: the the issue, of people is that, dude, we lack real communication skills because of the technology that we use to communicate. Mm-hmm. Dude, we're fucked. It's, it's, it's kind of irony, you know? These
1: platforms that are meant to bring us to, together, and obviously they do on some level, but there's a real dark side to them. Yeah. They're real. It's a real dark side. So. Look,
0: man, I mean, dude, it's It's sad. It's sad. Yeah. So this goes into the topic that we're talking about, loneliness, mm-hmm. okay? How the fuck do you meet someone or connect with them if you don't know how to communicate? Right. Like, you got to remember, we're a little bit older than most of these people, all three of us, okay? These people who are 20 and 25, 18 to 24, f- where the fuck are they going to learn how to talk to people and connect right. with them? And, and make like, dude, when, when, when I was 22, if you wanted to meet a girl, okay, because I was into girls, I'm just making that fucking clear. Like, people, are, we're in such a society now where it's like not even cool to be into fucking the opposite sex anymore. You've got, you know, there's, you have to be able to do, you have to do something weird to even be accepted. Right. Like, I'm not saying weird, but I'm saying like, if a standard relationship, man, woman, isn't even like. You're somehow boring if you're yeah, not. No, if you're not boring. <laughs> you're, you're, it's like you're biased. Like, if I want to fuck a woman, then I'm I hate gay people, like that's the logic that's being used now. And again, like dude, look, I got tons of gay friends. They're cool as fuck, male and female, and they're all cool, like the coolest, coolest, coolest yeah. motherfuckers that you ever know. But there's a set, there's a segment of their culture that is offended by a commercial that shows a man and a woman. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, dude, was- or like
1: the people that got upset about the Peloton commercial.
0: No, because, dude, the problem that we run into is that instead of just live and let live, yeah. it's not that anymore. Right. It's fucking accept my way yeah. as the way. And if you don't, you hate. You're a fucking bigot. You're a hater you're, and a no, bigot. No, you're yeah. a fucking bigot. Mm-hmm. You're a racist. You're a misogynist. You're all the shit they say about Trump. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. So if you don't fucking push the agenda of whatever it is, and I mean not just say, hey, it's cool if you're gay. We could still be fucking friends. I support your decisions. If you say that shit and somehow, you know, you're you're like a bigot if you fucking say how much you love fucking women. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm exaggerating, okay? Yeah, so no, don't fucking right. come at me, yeah. bro, all right, with that shit. <laughs> right. But I'm making a point. You know, maybe this is the wrong example, okay? It could be. But my point is... That's the mentality of, amongst these causes. If we don't adopt them as our life, we're somehow a fucking bigot. Well, who the fuck is the bigot now? Exactly.
1: Exactly. If you disagree with me, you hate me. Well, how arrogant I hate are you. you? Yeah, and I hate you. Yeah. No, dude. No. You're
0: holding me back. You're, you're, you're oppressing me. Motherfucker, you don't know nothing about oppression. That's yeah. the truth. You go to every other motherfucking country in the Middle East and fuck, all these places all over the world. Yeah. And they you fucking say one thing, they don't like to cut your fucking head off. Right. People in this country, they're fucking weak, dude. They're weak. They don't have a fucking sense of reality. They don't understand how grateful... I was talking to one of my friends, a black female, by the way, fucking right before I came in here, she's traveling the fucking world all over the place. And I, she goes, I learned a lot by doing this. And I'm like, what was the biggest thing you learned? And it was, you know... I just realize how grateful people are in other places of the yes. world to even have the ability to to work mm-hmm. and to even have the opportunity to do work. They're so happy. They're so appreciative. They're so grateful to even have the ability to fucking work. We don't have that here anymore. No. Nope. It's sad, man. It is sad. It's sad. Everybody here, you got to be a fucking entrepreneur. You got to be a millionaire. It's not even a millionaire anymore. Now it's I fucking sold seven billion dollars here. I did this here. I did that. Like everybody like I own fucking six companies. Like, dude, I almost feel guilty for fucking starting the shit because I actually do own a lot of companies. And people feel like, oh well, I want to be a successful entrepreneur too. So I gotta fucking sell. No, you don't. Like you don't. And can I say something? Yeah. You you
2: started by being a good person.
0: I don't fucking I try to be. You
2: are. Dude, look. I I'm, think that you think a lot about the welfare of other people, the people that are in your business. I mean, it's just something that it struck me that I noticed. Yeah. It's tr-
3: very true.
1: I yeah. mean, it's he cares sure. about yeah. the well, people. Well, why wouldn't
2: I? But you do. Yeah,
1: but why wouldn't I? That's why I don't understand. But there, there, it's are, not, there are bosses it's not that who way. don't. I mean, my dad had a boss for five years who... Couldn't care less about
0: it. Well, how, that's pretty fucking stupid from a business standpoint yeah. because- Well, that's why he lost him as, a, as well, an employee. What I'm My dad is, found is a like, better deal. <laughs> you you got to be smart enough as a business owner to understand that the people that are helping your business have to be taken care of. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Like, are, you that, are, fu- I, are you that fucking stupid? People
1: are very self-absorbed.
0: Yeah, but they like- are.
1: They but, don't realize but, that it's but, in their own best interest to care Vaughn, about people.
0: That's terrible business. It is terrible business. Like it's terrible business to not care about the people that fucking work for you. You're right. It is. What? How? But, but <laughs> people
1: are still in that meant that that sort of pre social media, pre modern mentality, where it was true years ago that you probably could pr- screw screw people over and and still somehow make a good living, you know, and and make well, dude. A, that's and what build we see empire. on fucking internet right now. Right. We
0: see a lot of people who are just trying to screw people over, yeah, and they don't understand that they're burying their name. Yeah, they're burying it. I don't know how hard this is to understand because, like, if you're a shitty person, the internet's going to accelerate it. Yeah, and people are going to know. So, like, it's good. It's a good idea to be a good person. Yeah, it's practical. It is makes good and, sense. And you know what? Sometimes you're going to fuck it up. Guess what you do when you fuck it up? You, you apologize. Yeah, you, 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 you apologize, apologize and you fix the and issue and you make yeah. it right.
1: Yeah. Well, Doctor Lyon. Yes, sir. Uh, we're big on nicknames here, so maybe I should start calling you the lioness.
2: (laughs) As long as it's not a swear word. No, it's not a
1: swear word. But, uh, so where can people find you, connect with you, all that good stuff? Well,
2: they can connect with me on Instagram. I'm most active there. Dr. Gabrielle Lyon. Um,
1: L-Y-O-N. L-Y-O-N. Yep. And then. Is Gabrielle G-A-B-R-I-E-L-L-E. Yep. Okay. And, and then you're active on Instagram. Yep, that, the do most. you have a Twitter? F- I do. Okay.
2: Twitter and Facebook.
1: Facebook. Okay. And, and a and website. Website. Just your yeah. name. Is it Dr. Gabrielle Lyon it or is, is it just Gabrielle Dr. Lyon?
2: Dr. Dr.
0: Gabrielle Lyon.
1: Okay. Well, before I uh, ask for Andy's uh, final comments and
0: final word. Well, no, like, dude, I would like to hear more about what you think about this loneliness shit. Cause like you've been kind of sitting there absorbing. Yeah. So I want to give you an opportunity to like, I mean, what do you think it is?
2: I think that people have lost the respect and ability to communicate with other people. Because when you don't respect people and have a dynamic, you become lonely. Mm-hmm. It's this self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm-hmm. You're comparing yourself, you're doing things that are not relevant or engaging or developing true human connection. Because that's what it's all about, is mm-hmm. true human connection. We mm-hmm. were designed for that. Yeah, for sure. So the loneliness is what perpetuates it's, this, it's self-fulfilling Mm-hmm. and we have no way to regulate behaviors. It's dangerous. Hmm.
0: Yeah. That is true. Yeah. I mean, um, dude, I think of, I know some, I know some, we have some mutual friends mm-hmm. that have um, very passionate ways of delivering what it is that they love. Yeah. Okay? And I've talked to, I talked to some of these guys, and they struggle a lot, Even because like, dude, even on the backside, they yeah. struggle mentally with like, Feeling depressed, yes, because they feel like they're fighting a battle, and then they have to, like, dude, we've gotten to the point in society where, like, when you tell the truth, yes, you're automatically a bad person, yes, you know, like you, you're hating, yep, and so I've talked to some of these people who are very, you know, they're 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 committed to telling the truth, yes, but then they struggle mentally. On the backside because they feel like a dick all the time. Yep. So I fucking get that a lot. Like Mm -hmm. I feel an obligation because I I relate to that. I feel an obligation to tell the truth. And then when I tell the truth and I deliver it because I'm a passionate person Mm -hmm. and I just tell the truth, I'm like, fuck, you're a dick in my head. I'm like, you're fucking being an asshole, but I'm not being an asshole because Mm -hmm. I'm actually helping people by having them see the truth. So let's talk about that for a minute because I think that's a real problem. We have a lot of people out there who are fighting to tell what the truth is, but they on the backside they feel like they're constantly attacking people, which makes them feel bad about themselves.
2: Well, I think that when those people and I know exactly who you're talking about, um, it's that that the it's it's really stepping up for humankind. He's a great dude. He's a great dude. I've yeah. known him for over a decade. Yeah, over a decade.
0: Yep, and we talk about this consistently. Like it's a yes because I struggle with the same thing.
2: Yes. And I think that it's, it's really about protecting the rest of society. Mm-hmm. And that's where it, it comes to. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it is, is a fine line because when you say things politely, which is what I did for so long, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, well, you know, I, I really don't think we should be doing this. And the impact, it wasn't, it wasn't truthful mm-hmm. or, or not truthful. It's not the right word. It
0: wasn't exposed enough. Right. I and then you go away feeling like you didn't fulfill your responsibility of what the fuck you know. That's right. So, like, that's how And I there's feel. a personal yes. responsibility to
2: actually, if you have the knowledge or you have the capacity, yeah. you have an obligation yeah. to do the right thing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That And that's the point. It's an obligation it's to an tell obli- the truth. It's
2: an obligation. And it's very isolating. Yeah.
0: It is. It, dude, you know, it, this is what I say about, and this is the information that I try to tell people, because it's not just one or two guys. This is a lot of people I connect with. Mm-hmm. They share the same concern Look man, being the leader, I have a I have a little meme that that it's we It's not make. easy. Fuck no, dude. No. It's the tip of the spear. Yep. You're going to be bloody, you're going to be damaged, you're yep. going to be fucked up, and that spear is going to be when you're the tip of the spear, bro, it is fucking lonely. Like that's just reality. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it is it is far easier to stay quiet, yep, and just go with the flow than it is to say, "Hey, This isn't the way it's supposed to be right. Like, dude, even just doing this podcast, you don't even you guys like the amount of bullshit that I get back from even doing it Mm -hmm. makes me say something. And Vaughn, you know this. And sometimes I say, you know what? Fuck this shit. Yep, Because I don't need to do it. Right. Because the truth is. I'm fucking rich. My companies are kicking ass. People get mad to even say that, but it's a matter of fact. Yeah. And my companies are going to keep kicking ass. Because my people believe in the cause, and we fucking work together in real life, you know. But 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 my point is, is like I I feel this obligation too. And then when I don't do it, I feel bad. Right. But then when I do it, I feel bad too.
2: Because- but you just can't. But that's what part of being a good leader is—you still yeah. do it. Yeah. And you Dude, keep you, doing it.
1: You just literally described the way the prophets in the Old Testament. Describe their experience, like when God gave them something to say, they're like burn inside. It hurt for them to say
0: it, but they had to say it. Yeah, like that's literally the way that it's described. Really, like they, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, dude, it's true. Yeah. I mean, it is true. It's yeah. a dude. I, if I were you guys, you guys who are listening and you follow people that tell the truth, that work hard to tell you the truth, yeah. appreciate those people because those people they're mm-hmm. fi- they're usually fighting some really bad shit on the backside, totally with themselves about their obligation to serve this truth and they feel lonely because yep. of it. Because so
2: it, it's alienating. Yeah, so mm-hmm. if you
0: guys believe in, like you listen to people and you believe in what they're saying, mm-hmm. fucking let them know, mm-hmm. man. Yes. Because, dude, it. I struggle with this. You know, like, Va- Vaughn knows this because we talk about it all the time. You and I have talked about it before, too. You know, it's not fun to tell people shit they don't want to hear. Right. Like, I don't like that. I don't, I don't like Make like people think I'm like mean. I'm not mean. I'm telling you the fucking truth so you you care. Make a decision. Yeah. You know, and people take it as mean. Just because you don't like to hear something doesn't mean it's mean. Right. In fact, I would argue that when people tell you the shit you don't like to hear, they're actually being more loving of you than all the other motherfuckers in your life. Absolutely. So so when you have people that are that you're vibing with and you you don't assume that they're just like feeling great about going out and leading this charge because dude that shit can be lonely as fuck our society would be a whole lot better a whole lot quicker if everybody
1: after hearing something didn't say i don't like that or if they did say i don't like that they immediately followed up it up with but is it true yeah yeah is it true yeah i, I want to add another quick uh layer to this conversation which is that you know when we talk about loneliness i <laughs> This is a truth that people don't want to admit, but I remember literally like my kindergarten teacher telling me this and that it was, if you want to have friends, you got to be friendly, you know? And the reality is, is that there's a lot of people out in our culture who are lonely, who are isolated. But the reality is, it's because they've kind of withdrawn to themselves. They've kind of isolated themselves. They've said they've 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 celebrated, you know, their own pity party. And reality is is that maybe they could be less lonely if they got the emphasis off of themselves and they said, "Okay, I feel alone, I feel disconnected, I feel alienated. Maybe I need to step out and talk to somebody else. Maybe I need to go out and see if there's somebody else who feels the same way and see if they want to have a conversation, if they want to have coffee, if they want to get together for dinner." You know what I'm saying? I mean, sometimes we're lonely because it's a self-imposed isolation. Yeah. We've just we've just become so self-absorbed with with our own world and our own concerns that we don't reach out to other people. We don't put other people first. So I think a real anecdote to, uh, to loneliness is just like intentionally figuring out how you can serve somebody else and connect with somebody else. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So what I started saying earlier, so you, you, you uh, shared your, um, your uh, social media contacts, right? Yes. You know, Instagram, Facebook, and you have uh, Dr. Gabrielle Lyons. Lyons, yep, um, is uh, and I got. A, you, I have a book. That, you have a book. Um, What's it's your book coming
2: out? Well, it's not uh, done yet. It'll probably be out in another year. Okay, so I'm working on that. That's
1: awesome. And uh, can you give us like a little bit of a preview yeah, about what that's going be?
2: it's the Lion Protocol. Nice. Uh, optimizing like the organ it. of longevity. Yeah.
1: And uh, can can we? Start a movement where if people follow you, they're called, and they're women, they, they're called lionesses. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. But you're not a lion, lion, right? <laughs> you're, you're not somebody who lies, Fresh. right? I, I'm just enjoying these, these puns too much. But uh, so I had warned you prior to starting yes. this that I was going to ask you to give just a simple closing sort of life hack or health hack. And you said you knew exactly what yeah, you were going to do. Yeah, so
2: do. most of us have the same 98,000 thoughts every day, same thoughts. Majority of those are negative. If you could do one thing and really that's understand your own narrative and change that, you literally will change the trajectory of not only your health, but your life.
0: Dude, I just had this conversation with you yesterday. I'm pointing to DJ. Uh, DJ went on my walk with me yesterday for 75 Hard and we were talking. And one of the things I used to do, like, dude, for for, years, this is just how I'm wired, Okay. Like I would wake up in the morning, and I would look at my phone, and I would say, because there's always like like dozens and dozens of texts. Okay, right? They're ready to go. Um, It's like waking up with a whole line of people waiting to talk to you. You know what I mean? It's kind of fucking stressful. So, I I used to wake up. My first thought for fucking years, for years, was fuck. I got what fuck? Whose ass do I get to wipe today? That's why I started thinking and it didn't occur to me until recently in the last year and a half year or so that people actually need me. <laughs> mm. That's why they're doing that. And so instead of me thinking, well, who, who shit do I got to fix? Now I wake up and I say, dude, another day I get to be a fucking boss. Yeah. Like for real. That's my yeah. narrative. When I yeah. wake up, first thing I think I put my feet on the fucking ground. And I said, dude, Most people would trade a fucking ton to have one day of being the fucking, being the dude. I get to go be it every day. And I thought, and and dude, you know what? That's fucking changed my whole mentality. Like in terms of my mood, like my, like dude, I still have a, I still have the, I still, I'm working on controlling my emotional, like frustrations, Mm -hmm. but just thinking that has made a massive improvement on fucking everything. Yeah, And I bet, I bet if I would have do my blood work on a regular basis, (laughs) you would see that in the blood work.
2: Yes. I bet Mm. you would. Yep. Mm. Yes. Negative thoughts is, it's very inflammatory for the body. It's stressful. It releases stress hormones. that's just one thought.
0: Yeah. Out of my whole day. Yeah. Like that one little thought. That you repeated every day for years. Yeah. But it's not, it's not even true. The truth is I am a fucking boss. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For real. Like in every sense of the fucking word. Mm -hmm. So. Who the fuck wouldn't be excited about that? That's how I started thinking about it. And when I started thinking about it like that, I'm like, damn, dude, this is pretty awesome. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now I actually like, you know, because do we all get caught up in our own narrative? Mm -hmm. You know,
2: I see it all the time. I mean, yeah, I take care of people on the daily and it's the same narrative. It's a different flavor of narrative, but it's the same narrative. Mm -hmm. Same four
0: things. Yep. Everybody. Mm Dude, uh, Dr. Nicole LaPera, she's, you know, we've had her on the MFCO project and I'm going to have her on this show as well regularly, just like you. Um, but she really helped me with that. Not directly like saying, Hey, fix this shit, but like by asking me questions that helped me come to my own conclusion, Mm -hmm. just as friends, like texting back and forth. And I would say, Hey, I'm really struggling with this thought. And she would say, well, do you actually believe that that's the truth? And I'm like, well, no. <laughs> and like when you start to it's like- so rational. R- yeah. I know. But when you start to logically unpack why the fuck yeah. you think certain things, most of the shit you think is actual bullshit. Totally. That mm-hmm. you've been conditioned to fucking believe based upon inputs that you put in that probably just weren't the right inputs. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I can be- a t- Look, man. I'll attest to what you said. It's life changing. Just one, yeah. one fucking sentence. Yep. Instead of like, dude, I literally wake up and I've conditioned myself to wake up. My feet hit the ground. I'm like, dude, it's going to be a great day being a fucking boss, you know, or being a boss. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't really call myself the fucking boss. Right. But like, there's a being a boss doesn't mean you have to actually be the boss.
1: Mm-hmm. Right?
0: right. That everybody knows
1: that. Everybody can be the MF CEO of their life. That's right, man.
0: Right. That's so right. like, dude, I fucking wake up and I think that shit and I go look in the mirror and I'm like, we got some work to do motherfucker, you know, and then we go do it Yeah, and it, it's great. But like, man, like now I'm working on identifying all the other bullshit that I've got going on up there in my head yep. that I'm trying to fucking change around.
2: But right. by identifying it, that's the ultimate, yeah. Yeah. It, Name it It pulls the curtains back because you can't change what you don't identify. Yeah. Just like with your blood work, yeah. you can't change the data you don't know.
0: Yeah. I tell people that all the time because they'll ask me questions about uh, like entrepreneurship, and they'll say, "Well, dude, how do I, how do I make sure I don't lose it all, or like get complacent?" And I'm like, "Well, dude, the fact that you're aware of this and you're fearful of it is going to keep you from doing that because you're consciously taking things to resist that. It's the people who aren't aware yeah. of that that actually end up that have that happen to them. You know what yeah. I mean? And another thing too, this is one, of, this is a thought that was on my mind about entrepreneurs because, um, like, a lot of entrepreneurs really struggle with. Uh, And I think people, not just entrepreneurs, because everybody's an intrapreneur and entrepreneur. There's only two kinds of people. You're fucking one or the other. You either own an organization or you work inside of an organization. Mm -hmm. So uh, either of these groups, I think a lot of people feel like one day they're going to wake up and it's all going to be gone. So they live in fear. But remember how long it took you to build this shit. Mm hmm. It takes the same amount of time to fucking break it the fuck down. I mean, it might be a faster scale. Not that's the wrong way to say it. It's not the same amount of time. It's it takes a lot of effort to dis to to make something come crashing down. So, like, dude, that's that's a thought that I struggled with for a long time, where I thought, like, fuck, dude, one day the sh- other the shoe's gonna drop and I'm just gonna be fucking destitute. And that's that thought has driven me hmm. to push right. Um, but what I. But when I logically like worked through it, I'm like, that's not really even possible because there's all kinds of solutions to every problem. If I'm willing to learn and get better and take accountability for what the fuck went wrong. So the, fa- the fact of the matter is it's almost literally impossible for it to just, you know, for anybody's life just to come fucking crashing down. The way that it comes crashing down is by you ignoring the little things for so long that they become fucking huge things. And so, like, dude, when you start to think about it like that and you think of it in terms of, like, it's just like losing weight or gaining weight. You've lost 100 pounds and you're terrified of being fat again. One fucking pizza is not going to make you fat. That's right. But if you make a habit out of that and you let it go without paying attention, you know what I'm saying? That's where it gets out of control. So I think for a lot of the people out there who are living in that fear, because, I do, that's like a, just like we hear in society about the get-rich-quick, Shit like we hear the stories they're glorified like the the story of the lottery winner or the story of the business owner or the guy who opened a business and now he's a billionaire uh, in, in two years shit like that those are the glorified stories. Well, we also hear the glorified stories of the back end, too, which is like the guy who had it all and fucking everything came crumbling Mm -hmm. down. The American greed stories, you know, the shit. And it terrifies motherfuckers. Like, there's a lot of people out there that are living in complete fucking fear that is completely illogical. Totally. Completely illogical. There's no reason to live like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I live, I know this because I live like that for a long time and it fucking sucked. It's why my hair is fucking gray for real. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um so for you guys out there struggling with these thoughts, realize that it takes time to build shit and it takes time to break shit down. And whatever mm-hmm. your goal is or whatever life you're leading, you know, if you're aware of it, if you're aware of what you're not you're trying to not get, not focusing on it, not obsessing over it, but just aware. That's almost good enough to keep it in check. Yes, you know.
2: It, yes, I, that's what I tell my patients is to report on their internal dialogue. Have that be their new favorite sport, because I'm telling you, the list is the same five fucking things. Yeah, hmm. what do you I'm mean? I'm gonna new lose it all. Sport? So, like, the the tell new me fa- about this. Catch and release. So, all the patients that I see, right? Mm-hmm. One of the things, you know, I mean, okay, with the seals, not so much. They don't, they don't quite need any advice from me, yeah. In terms of that, I, I mean, you know these right. guys, but you know, for. Everybody else, literally everybody else, there's a narrative. Mm -hmm. It's a mental narrative. And we all have whatever that is, and we repeat the same 98,000 thoughts. Mm -hmm. When you really start to identify anyone that has depression, weight issues, whatever it is, they have the same thoughts. Whether it's, I'm never going to be good enough, I'm never going to make enough money, I'm going to get sick, I'm never going to find the the right person, or I'm going to lose it all. Whatever those four thoughts, whatever your four thoughts are, you've got four, Von has mm-hmm. four, I have four. It's the same rhetoric over and over and over again.
1: The same lies that we buy all the time. Yes.
0: Same thing. To yeah. ourselves yeah. though. And then the yeah. problem is, this is why I always tell people that you don't have fucking haters. You got a voice in your head that fucking yeah. hates on you. Mm-hmm. But
2: if you can identify that, and it, you know, actually what I did in the beginning is I would just write it down and then you start to laugh at it. Just like what it's you're ridiculous. saying. It's ridiculous. Yeah. You would just write it down.
0: Yeah. Last and then you night, start dude, seeing
2: the most ridiculous thing, and it's almost comical if you were to say it out loud.
0: Dude, listen to this shit. So last night I was high as fuck, <laughs> all right? And I'm laying on my couch, and I'm fucking texting uh, one of my, our, our accountant, okay? And I'm like, Mike? I can't, yeah, I can't get a hold of him, all right? And I'm like, fuck. Like, because I'm fucking, you know, I'm high, so like I'm not thinking fucking <laughs> logically. Right. And- which I come up with some really good ideas, okay? Let's be real, but um, Adam, what the fuck are you laughing at, bro? <laughs> Drug test Monday, motherfucker. <laughs> so, anyway, dude, uh, the thing is, is like, I'm sitting here thinking, and I, I text my dude. It's like eight o'clock at night. Yesterday was fucking Valentine's right. Day, all right, I had completely forgot it's yeah. Valentine's day. So did chain. So, okay. oh yeah. So I text him, and I'm like. Hey, bro, I didn't get this report today. I don't get a reply back. Fucking like 30 minutes goes by. And I'm like, fuck, I haven't heard from Mike. Because usually he hits me right back. Yeah. So I fucking text him again. I'm like, bro, is everything okay? And in my head, I'm like, fuck, dude, what if something happened to him, man? And like, tomorrow, (laughs) I'm going to find out that fucking, oh, and I start building this fucking. And then I'm like, dude, I caught myself. And I'm like, are you fucking stupid? (laughs) Like, what the fuck are you saying? Like, but dude, that's me. That's me doing that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm—I feel like I'm a high operating individual. Mm-hmm. Yes. In fact, I know I am because I got medically called that by one of my doctors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's a real thing, isn't that a real thing? Like She's kind of a quack, of people, High operating individual. I don't know. Yeah. Just mean. say yes. Yes. <laughs> Ohio. See, H-I-O. this is fucking science, motherfuckers. <laughs> You said yes, it's fucking true. That's true. Because you're a doctor. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, this is, what, this is the whole problem we're laughing about. But I don't know, man. Like, we all have that ability to fuck ourselves up mentally. Yeah. And, you know, <clears throat> it's why everybody's so obsessed with haters, dude. Mm-hmm. This is why when you make a post about haters, everybody fucking loves it. Because, dude, my hi- everybody's like, why do you always talk about haters? I'm like, well, because it's a real thing that we struggle with. It's just not actually other people. It's right. us.
1: But it's easier to blame other people than to point at ourselves well, and say, we're actually the source of our problem. Dude,
0: look, man, here's yes. the conversation. What is the conversation like? Let's be real. What's the conversation about haters? It's never, it's very rarely this person said this or did this to me. It's almost always, man, I said this and I bet there's people out there that took it this way. Right. And I bet those motherfuckers fucking hate me. <laughs> and then you start, well, there's got to be millions of those people. But, dude, that's an arrogant thought because that is, like, inflating your own importance mm-hmm. falsely. Like, really, right. dude, the truth is nobody really gives a fuck. They no. don't even give a fuck about me. They don't see, give a fuck about, like, dude. Too like, busy living their lives to worry yeah, about you. Yeah, that's right, dude. Yeah. We're busy doing our own shit. No yeah. one gives a fuck about, like, dude, do we care? Yes. Is it everything? No. So, like, we sit here and make up this, like, God, dude, there's got to be a fucking army of motherfuckers. out. There's probably a club. There's mm-hmm. probably a fucking they probably fucking get together and have fucking parties and shit, talk about how much they hate me. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like yeah. dude, it's not fucking reality. But we all do that shit. All of us. Yep. We have that mental fucking right. thing where we think we and dude.
2: So you as- caught yourself. You it was it's this the best sport is catch and release. Yeah. Okay. So that's what you mean. Catch and release. Caught the thought. Yeah. And then you released it. You were like, oh my God. It's, it's Valentine's ridiculous. Day. What am I doing? Texting dude, that, my that,
0: that's it. That shit right there is the most important thing that was said on the show. And that that's good. is what helps everybody. Yeah. That's good Catch stuff. Catch and
2: release. Make it your new favorite sport.
0: Dude, that is, I think that's the, that is, if you listen to nothing else and you take nothing else from this, if you take that, it will improve your life mm-hmm. fucking exponentially.
1: Definitely. Guys, if you want to hear that kind of good truth on a regular basis, you can subscribe to Andy's blog. It's called the Andy Graham. You go to andyfricella.com and hit subscribe. Not
0: only that, go follow Dr. Gabrielle because
1: she's spitting this fucking good shit, man. Follow Dr. Gabrielle. And uh, before Andy wraps us up, the only other thing I was going to say is I just wanted to share a book recommendation because I want to contribute to this. Um, Because I think we would all agree that not only taking control of your mental conversation, but filling your head with good stuff is yeah is important to success. I have a very unusual uh, book recommendation Beer's for everybody. What's that? Beer's good stuff. You Beer it, is you, good you, stuff. You, you I can't in. have it because of gluten, but you that's put, another. That's another topic.
0: I'm getting, I'm getting the death stare if you right motherfuckers now. few motherfuckers listening right now. I'm getting could the death make stare. Make an emoji out of my face. It'd be that fucking round one with the with the <laughs> with the fucking straight eyes and a straight mouth. <laughs> You are so full of
1: shit, bro. I can't, man. I can't. <laughs> Besides, it's sp- it's generally healthy to stay away from beer. You
0: ruined my joke anyway.
1: I know. I, I was going to say uh, beer goes in your
0: head. It's pretty good shit. Oh. <laughs> okay, I got right, it. That I was a bad it. joke. That was a bad joke. Um, yeah, it was only
1: bad because you fucked it up. Bro. Oh, by the way, if you want us to uh, address... Any particular topic or you have a question, uh, send it. Are we still doing the confused AF at uh, Andyfrasella.com Or you can just DM me. And yes, I'm going to make a shameless promotion for my Instagram at Vaughn Kohler. They should follow you. And it's not V-O-N, by the way. Yeah, guys. Jeez. V-A-U-G-H-N. K-O-H-L-E-R, just like the toilet.
0: They think it's like Von Kohler, like Von Dutch. Yeah, maybe you I could make know. a hat out of it, dude. And just That's sell the funny. Shit.
1: Yeah. I, I by the way, I have reserved the Von the Impaler uh, Instagram. I never use it. Is that going to be? It, your it new doesn't exist. But just Can we, so we all know that, escalate to being <laughs> naked on the internet, or is that going to be your home base? No, no. Just, uh, just I just didn't want anybody taking it, so it's kind of parked, you know. I also bought vontheimpaler.com. but uh, that could become kind of an interesting story. Web story, website. I have a yeah, funny story about yeah. a funny website. Yeah,
0: you go ahead. <laughs> I would like you all to go to www. Why don't you go to this website here, Madat, real quick. Tell me what you find. <laughs> www.ownpussy.com. Oh, my. What comes up, Madot? Is it OWN? Oh uh, what oh that's you. <laughs> <laughs> that's Pimp.
1: Vaughn, put that on your computer right I now. I can't, dude. I got one of those, you know. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So, that's hilarious. There's so, a picture of Andy looking like uh what's that dude from the seventies, Frank uh Frank, Frank Lucas. Frank Lucas wearing the uh You want to see a
0: funny picture of me. White photo jackpussy.com. <laughs> okay. That's funny. Like Fifteen years ago, all right fucking we were having a meeting has that been around for 15 years oh yeah oh that's funny that that's an old picture from marty's hilarious so we had a <laughs> we had a uh, an employee meeting and we all got fucking wasted <laughs> and we were all talking shit and one of the guys jason kane decides to make a website <laughs> about some of the shit that we were talking and puts this picture, and now it lives on the internet. That's funny. Yeah, and now it's uh, SEO score is going to skyrocket
1: because hey, everybody's going to go. to You know there. what, man? So
0: I don't fuck with it because, like, I'm I'm willing to take a razzing just like everybody yeah. else, but it's yeah, it's that's been awkward awesome. a few times because I've had that dm to me. They're like, "Bro, look, I found this picture of you." That's funny. <laughs> like, oh, really? But in
1: all seriousness, we love feedback on uh, topics to cover, questions to cover. So email or shoot me a DM. What was your so. book? What's that? What's oh, yeah, book? thank you. Yeah, so the book is actually a book that's been around for a while, but it's called The 50s by David Halberstam. And it's a history book, but it's, man, it's written so well. And what most people don't know is, like, the 50s were an amazing uh, decade for entrepreneurship. Like, you're talking Ray Kroc, Kemmons Wilson, who started Holiday Inn. Um, there was a guy that started a whole... Like, he started mass-producing homes, and he established Levittown, Pennsylvania. Like, it's a really amazing just reminder that there's been a lot of different people who have contributed to our country and its success, but man business people and entrepreneurs have contributed to american success in a way that in many ways nobody else has. And so that's covered in this, but it's also covered it's also a decade where the rise in technology, like you know, when you went from radio to television, there are lessons about media and the the strengths of media and the and the the pitfalls of media that are 100% applicable today. And it's just like, it's just a really, really well written book. And there's a lot of life lessons. And so I would recommend either buying it uh, or listening to it on Audible. It's just like the production on audible.com is really good too. But you know, you're 75 Hard, Andy's program for creating mental toughness. One of the requirements is reading 10 uh, pages of a book a day. This would be a great book to read, even though technically it's not self help. You can pull life lessons from it that are that are just killer. And I would also add for those of you who are committed to self help, don't just read self help books. Read widely, read deeply. History, biography, uh, even science. Like Doctor, we have this amazing
0: capacity as humans to learn shit. Yeah, and if you don't
1: use it, you really are you are failing. You are wasting your life if you're not cultivating your mind on a day day to day basis. But Andy, final word, final
0: thought. What are you reading?
2: I am reading Atomic Habits, mm. which is a great book. And then the other book is Make Your Bed. Oh, yeah. I try to find, so we're actually, so this is Admiral McRaven. Yeah. And he gave a really great speech. I think it was at Texas, Tech or, anyway, it was really amazing. And um, the, Seal Muse- the Seal Museum for Michael Murphy is having an opening. And we're gonna go see him. He's gonna be there and talk. Oh, that's cool. Is he speaking? He is. Oh, that's cool. And um,
0: I think a lot of most people listening to this show has probably heard that speech.
2: Yeah, and so we, you know, Shane and I like to read together,
0: mm-hmm. and this yeah. was something
2: that's easy and simple because we don't have a lot of time with a new baby, but we always make sure that the house foundation is good. So mm-hmm. wait, wait, wait.
0: When you read together, you mean read the same book together? No, at night. Yeah, together. Or read different books at the same time.
2: No, we read the same book together. Yeah, oh, gosh, that's cool. That. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like read it out loud. About, yeah, yeah. That's what we do. Yeah, it's about you read it out
0: yeah. loud. Mm-hmm. Really? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is new to me. So like school. So a, I
2: mean I read a I
1: read a lot more than just that, but you I mean I we usually Who pick re- a book that we read I together. I usually make
2: Shane read it, He's but we reader? sit. Yeah. Sit and read together. Dude, how do you think I got 4
0: kids? Hey, man. I, we
1: pick he, a book and Vaughn <laughs> starts narrating it. <laughs> and my wife's like, honey,
0: put the you book down. You know what, down. man? That could really do a lot of people some good. Yeah. Like, just to read out loud. Yeah, man. Like, yeah. it would help a ton with their, like, ability people to People always used to it read does. out loud.
1: That was the only way that and, people ever, ever read. And they, also- Reading they, silently is a relatively yes, new thing in America. And the no no connection way. Or in uh, together. the history of the world. Yeah.
0: Explain that to me.
1: Because reading books used to be so rare- That, um, whenever sharing with everybody and literacy used to be so rare that when you could read a book, you read it out loud so that, so that, uh, so that other people could benefit from it. But in addition, there is some evidence that reading out loud, like if you stand at a podium and you read it out loud, you know, you involve more senses and you're going to retain more of it. Really? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. That's super interesting. And it's weird that both of you guys do that to me. Like not weird. I think in a good way. Yeah. 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 I mean, uh, so, we read all the time. I didn't realize people actually did that. Like they yeah. have like a probably yeah. not super the common. best book that I've ever read out loud. Well, with it my makes wife. sense because both of you people are smart as fuck. Well, so she's like I actually think that's a pretty good that's hmm. some pretty good advice. I might start doing it. It's 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 good. And, and it's I mean, it's good for a relationship too. It it the is best who wants best... to come listen to me read some shit, <laughs> dude.
1: Hey, listen. That reminds me of an idea that I had that I'm not going to share on the air, but yeah. uh, you and I need to talk about. But the best book I ever read out loud with my wife, and it was a killer book, was the book Unbroken by yep. Laura, Laura Hillenbrand. Yes, we have which that is book. An, yes. like have you ever read that book? You know, my mom wrote a book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, I knew your mom was an author. That's yeah. awesome. So yeah, people don't realize that. Yeah. yeah, but that was, called, she wrote in like novels, right?
0: Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, Her her last book she wrote is called Hickory Hill. That's awesome. And her name is Sherry Hill. Sherry wanna, Hill. Uh, Pick that one. S h e r r y i e i e yeah. okay, and so that's that awesome. Put, Is it on Amazon? Yeah,
1: that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, uh, Unbroken. If anybody's not that's read that, that's the story of Louis uh, Zamperini, who was uh, who was at sea uh, during World War Two yep. for like two months, and then after that, spent. Um, I don't know how long, like a year at a Jap- Japanese concentration yes. camp. It was, it's insane. It's an insane story. The, by the way, the book, uh, the movie sucks, but the book is incredible. And Laura Hillenbrand, write mm-hmm. the way she writes, it's like you're reading a movie. It's so descriptive and awesome. Yeah. So anyway, go ahead. You were saying. So
2: one of the things that's so interesting when I read with Shane is the perspective that you both are reading the same thing and you're reading it together at the same time. But what you each hear is different, yeah, and the perspective is different. So you actually get to know your partner better. better. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that
0: makes yeah. sense. Yeah, Good I, stuff. dude, it never occurred to me that that was like something people did. Yep.
2: Yeah, and I mean, I don't think it's like really now I'm having this thing. I'm wondering, like, <laughs> if
0: everybody does it, and I'm just the guy that doesn't. No,
2: I think it's I, only exceptional so, people yeah. like
1: me and Dr. Gabriel.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because in my relationship, we think about things that would make us a better team.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
2: And there's just certain things within the domain of the family that we do.
1: But I mean, completely aside from like doing that together, like I'll go downstairs into our basement and literally take a music podium, open a book and read it out loud to myself.
2: I definitely won't do that. Yeah, but dude,
0: that's a skill that you have to possess. (laughs) Yeah. You have to possess that skill for what you do. Yeah. Because not only do you do the podcast, but you also speak like to Arte. And some of the, like, you guys don't really realize. Like, by the way, I just want to say this you should be following Vaughn if you're not. Thanks, dude. A lot of you guys come to me and follow me. And, like, I realize, like, why? Because I'm awesome. But, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, let's be real. How else do I fucking (laughs) say? I'm amazing. All right. (laughs) But, uh, dude, you guys want some real spiritual, like, common sense, good guidance about being a great person? If you're not following Vaughn, you're really fucking yourself. That's Thanks the truth dude. because I put him in front of, you know, with our Arte syndicate with Ed Milet, we're, we're dealing with people who are high operating, highly successful individuals and I put Vaughn in front of them and, and they fucking, they they all come away with tons of valuable shit. So like, don't sleep on that. Make sure you're following him and, and, and uh, paying attention to what he's doing because it's amazing. Thanks, man. And, and that goes for Gabrielle too, you know, uh, nobody will come on the show that's not going to bring you high amounts of value. I promise you that. Um, that's very true. So. I just yeah. want to plug you, man, because I feel like a lot of people follow Thanks, me; man. they don't follow you.
1: Well, to be honest with you, and I, I'm I'm literally going to write this. Uh, like I struggle a lot with self criticism. You know that. Well, yeah, and, so uh, lot. Like I struggle a lot with that, but well, you know, going back to the narrative, right? Uh, That's what makes Gabrielle? you good at what you do, bro. Well, right, but I mean, like, I can't tell you how many times I've written a, sp- a post and destroyed it. Yeah. Like instead of posting it. because it's not so, good enough. Right, and oh. so my. I'm, so my desire, like starting literally today, I was even going to post about this today, was I was literally going to call some friends of mine and say, listen, I have got to start posting more. And because I am I am writing this stuff and I'm not posting it, I'm not creating it because I'm buying the lie that it has to be perfect to help people. It's just baloney. Can,
2: can I just reframe that for Absolutely. you? Absolutely. So when you do that, if it's what if it wasn't about you and then you take away what everyone else could learn from it? Yeah. And that's actually much more valuable.
1: Like just make it about serving people. Yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, I've because even had a post uh, about that but because i, I got to believe whether my
2: own yours is perfect yeah. or not but because the message is so valuable. Well, yeah. we, I think people. we all tell
0: ourselves too like dude. Like nobody wants to hear this. Right. We yeah. tell ourselves that and then the other thing we tell ourselves is I don't want to post this because it's going to seem like I'm full of myself. Right. And, and, dude, that's a hard thing, I think, for a lot of people. I think a lot of people struggle with you're that. Right. And if you look at it like like what she just said, now you're in a scenario where you feel obligation to serve yeah. because you know some shit other people don't. So tell me this. Why is it that the people who don't have anything
1: to say and are full of crap because, are the ones who are out there no, posting because, and people no and like ideas. us no, actually no, say, no, oh, I don't want to make not, the world a worse most place. Most
0: people are not aware enough to even have the conversation <laughs> with themselves to say... Man, am I posting this shit just to be an egomaniac? They don't give a... They, they're not even... It's not even a fucking figment of a fucking beginning of the seed of a fucking tiniest little thought in their brain. It doesn't yeah. exist. So, the, aware, the reason there's an information fucking vacuum of tons of dumbass shit and very little good shit is because of what the fuck you're doing.
3: Hmm.
0: All the other people that are smart, and there's a lot of them, are doing the same shit. They're saying, "Fuck, dude, you know, if I say this, it's gonna it's kind of because dude, this fuck social media is very selfish. Yeah, It's a very much attention yeah. bias technology, if you want to say whatever to whatever you want to call it. It takes a certain amount of um, not caring to actually even talk about things that you know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like because a I humble know, know. person that's right. got humility, right? They're gonna feel like you're bragging. Like, dude, I always feel like I'm bragging when I show my life, because, dude, I know it's a lot different than most people's life, so I feel like I'm bragging. So then I don't show it, but then, guy, then people come to me and yeah. they're like, bro, like I'll have these conversations, dude, like because we've been doing this long enough now, where we have people who are lit- who literally have built new lives because mm-hmm. of certain things that they saw. And they'll be like, dude, I remember when I saw you get your first Lamborghini in 2012. That inspired me. Now my business is doing $60 million. So there's yeah. real impact because we've been doing it long enough. So then I have to think like, fuck, I kind of need to be a little bit of a douchebag because there are certain people out there that go out and fucking love it. Right. You know, and no, then you struggle absolutely. with the internal thought because you like the attention a little bit. No, dude, right? I, I,
1: yeah, I, 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 what you're saying Resonates with me so much, like the people who really do have things to say that aren't saying it. I've, I've often thought that we needed to have some sort of like conference where we teach people how to communicate, how to put their message out there. Because the right people, the good people, the people that are really truly committed to the right things, they're the people that need to be the most aggressive about about public speaking. Is one of the best things you said at the last RTA Live. You said every single one of you should be out there speaking as often as you can because it's true it's the loud people it's the people that are hurting the society that are that are speaking the most and do it's the you, people the good people that need to communicate do you
0: more. understand what i mean about lack of awareness though yeah oh yeah like, yeah, yeah. they're not even questioning yes, whether what they're saying you're exactly. putting out in the world is worth so anything by default yeah. because of the way that we're built and the way the system is built we hear a lot more from people who are just less intelligent and less knowledgeable about things Because they don't have that internal capacity to stop themselves and say "fuck," yeah. Am I am I being arrogant? Am I being egotistical? They're not self-evaluating in any way, right? So that that's why. Yeah. No, that's absolutely true. You're right. I think that's cool as shit that you guys do that reading thing. Yeah, that's cool. Cool. Yeah.
1: Sometimes I add a English accent, you know. (laughs) Oh, let's hear it. Irish accent. You open your mouth now. Nah, yeah,
0: because I think you're full of shit. (laughs)
1: man try to sound like sean connery which i'm not sounding like him right now but you know i won't even try my sean connery hey. i used to do a good rain man remember rain you, man let me give
0: you a little piece of advice Vaughn. definitely when we're doing an audio show <laughs> and don't brag about accents you don't fucking have because <laughs> i am for sure going to say let's hear it it's true all right I, i'll keep that in mind for the all future right. all right guys so. well hey look that's the show thank you so much for coming down and doing this show it really, uh, it really means a lot to me. I'm, I'm happy to have you on the show I want to have you on the show regularly. So, uh, anytime you come down for, for work, let's, let's get this going.
2: Yeah. Thank you so yeah. much for having me. Yeah.
0: Thank you. And, uh, guys, thanks so much for listening. If you love the show, if you got something out of it, um, we don't advertise this show. I would just appreciate if you left us a, a review, um, on iTunes. And then also if you would share it with your friends, that's all we ask, Um uh, I don't pack the show full of ads. I don't try to make it, you know, this big pitch thing. We're just trying to provide real value and have real discussion about real issues. So uh, we would greatly appreciate it if uh, you could help us by getting, getting the word out about the show. All right? See you guys next time. told my teacher, do bitch. I'm going to get millions. Watch this. in Project Living. Spoke it till
3: existed.